lovely people. Good morning. It is Wednesday, the 26th of October. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And of course, as always, you have amazing hosts. I am one of them. Your favorite shade queen, Martin Royalty. Mr. Rotations, big man use. They call me E-Man, a pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. That's right. That is right. How's everyone doing today? Cool, man. Looking good? Cool, yes. Cool, cool. We thank God. Okay. Well, not much hmm? to say, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Brent, are you good? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you Brent's very anyone much. in colour today? Mm. Brent, I said, all in black. And Brent's got a, a salmon piece on. Mm. I'm, I'm going out. Have okay. a date. Yeah, Brent has a date. And Brent smells so good. So if you buck Brent today, yeah, have a sniff all, yeah? With consent. <laughs> <laughs> Consent always. I don't mind. You can smell him. Okay. Got permission. Okay. Well, that's it then. But yeah, um, before we carry on with the show, I do want to tell you guys to like the video because um, it's important. It helps our algorithm. You guys tune in every single day. So I know you like us. So you might as well help us grow. So like the video, subscribe to our channel. We continue to grow on that front, which is really good. Um, also, you can join our community, which is basically our own our social media platform basically and you do that by type it, by searching your browser community.thenewblack.com you will get prompted to you know download an app so do that um but yeah should we start the show sorry i don't have a date by the way just in case i get in trouble what with your girl girls women love to see it <laughs> okay polygyny in that no it's not that you've learned right? yeah 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 you you learned. Learned the ways I'm, of the I'm on, I'm on the good side now well, the polygyny side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polygyny side is never the good side. At all. God bless your life, Brent. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? I said it's not the good side. He said it at all. You said God bless his life. Amen. <laughs> God will bless your monogamous. I, I filter out the, the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get into let's get into our first headline. So Rishi Sunak has appointed his team of top ministers. And in a speech outside number 10, he said he wanted to bring the country and party together, promising economic stability and confidence. The cabinet reshuffle saw some predictable choices and some that have surprised MPs. Unity, experience and continuity in some really key roles are the themes number 10 said they wanted to convey. Number 10's message is echoed by the former director of communications for David Cameron, Sir Craig Oliver, who said unity is the watchword of this reshuffle. It's clear each part of the party will feel represented in some way. Mr. Sunak's also not exiled big beasts to the backbenches mm. where they can cause trouble, like trusted with Michael Gove. This is likely intended to be a clear message that particularly during the war in Ukraine and economic turmoil over the last few months, Mr. Sunak wants to reassure MPs he can offer stability. I'm so childish. I read that as big breasts. I said, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> there was a video, yeah, of him um, like lighting candles outside of number 10. Mm. I don't know what the thought process was behind any of that. But anyway, um, Instablog Niger, <laughs> it's a Nigerian <laughs> blog page, they posted they were like Rishi Sunak performing rituals. <laughs> he basically Before he it. enters. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love Niger. Never mind their business. Right. I just absolutely love it. It must be linked to Diwali. Or, or, I reckon it is, yeah. Because yeah. he kind of like put some stuff down and he had like a little match, a mm. little lighter. Mm. And then he lit the candles. Wow. That's it did crazy. look a bit ritually, but again, that's probably whatever he was doing. But it was just funny that the mm. the blogs were like, oh, he's performing ritual before he enter. <laughs> said, of course. Do, do you feel like that's kind of, 
it kind of said something though because like when he was a chancellor mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he he must have had a time in there um in that in that particular position where he yeah. were, where diwali basically occurred right mm-hmm. he didn't do any of that stuff right mm-hmm. do you feel it's, it's more so he felt that now i'm the pm no one could tell me anything i or, think yeah I, th- I think it's i think it's the fact that when you're when he was a chancellor like mm. he didn't really live in number 10 did he no yeah so that's now true. this is that this is my mm. home that's true that's so true. it is kind of that where you guys are going to learn about diwali mm. if i was him yeah i'll get the comms a comms to go out <laughs> that this is the celebration time and do some stuff but i think it's i liked that that he did that i yeah. think it's significant i think it just shows the culture and I know the racists were shaking in their boots. I know they were. I know they were like, what the hell? This is why he shouldn't have come in. Yeah. But yeah, I love it, man. But yes. So who's in Rishi Sunak's new cabinet? So as I said, Rishi Sunak appointed his new cabinet. I was after officially taking over as a prime minister, dramatically <coughs> rolling back the clock from the trust era. So he's bringing back Michael Gove, reinstalling Suella Braverman as Home Secretary and re- restoring Dominic Rayab as his deputy. He has kept a number of ministers in the same posts that they were in before, which includes Chancellor Jeremy Hunt, Foreign Secretary James Cleverly, and Defence Secretary Ben Wallace. Penny Mordaunt has been snubbed for promotion despite her pitch for the leadership. She's remaining as a Commons leader, while tips um, of Kemi Badenoch getting a bigger job proved to be a little bit off the mark because she stays as the International Trade Minister. Those relegated to the backbenches included Jacob Rees-Mogg, Kit Morehouse, Brandon Lewis, Robert Buckland and Renil Jaya Warden. Only a few trustites remain. So that is um, Teresa Coffey, who was a former deputy. She's been um, shunted from Health to Environment Secretary, whilst uh, Chris Heaton Harris remains as Northern Ireland. Nadim Zahari, who went through extraordinary contortions, first back in Mr. Johnson, then desperately switching to Mr. Sunak, survived but was shifted to Tory chairman. Mr. Sunak gave the bad news to ministers in a private uh, meeting during a 90-minute bloodletting at his office in the House of Commons before making appointments back in number 10. Aides have insisted that Mr. Sunak would not repeat the mistakes of his predecessor, Liz Trust, by stuffing the top echelon of government with ultra-loyalists. Mr. Shapps has taken Mr. Rees-Mogg's old job as business at business, while Ms. Badenoch has always coveted the education brief vacated by Mr. Morehouse. I think I was saying to Marks that um, I could see Kemi getting a, a good role mm. just because if we're going to be doing the whole BAME thing, you know, <laughs> that she was, I'm quite shocked by that. But yeah. also, Suela has no shame. Not right. a not a dot of it because you were quick to quit because you sent an email from your personal. <laughs> Since you should have spoken your chest, I don't agree with um, Liz's, you know, policies mm-hmm. and stuff. And then when you step away, like, do you get me? I feel like it's more respectable, in my opinion. But you can't say you're stepping back because you accidentally sent an email as if you sent a nude and it really wasn't. <laughs> Only to then be like, okay, that's fine, I'll accept that. This is it. But like, like we said, we, we, knew, we knew what she was doing. Yeah. Just a way to get out. I feel yeah. like politicians are known as liars. Yeah? So I would think that they would do whatever they can mm. to not evidently lie. But I, I, I guess not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they think we're dumber. Do them we are. Think, yeah. mm, crazy. Yeah. Right. They know we're, we're stupid. Huh? They know we're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> they keep getting in, despite the foolishness. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. Should we get into our what you're saying topic of the day? Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. 
Okay, so today's topic of the day, it's a simple question, but it'll be very interesting to see how everyone kind of answers this, right? Um, I've written no notes there because I kind of want to kind of surprise you with the prompt questions. You surprise me every day, <laughs> even when there are notes, sir. <laughs> so the question is, do you feel that you make good decisions by and large? Most days, yeah. That's a tough okay. one, yeah. Like in general, like in life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say most days I do. Okay. Uh, let me see what everyone else says, and then I'll put... Um, by and large, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. But if I'm to reflect on my life in totality and think of where I am now, and if I made better decisions or different decisions mm-hmm. when I was younger, would my life be better in different aspects now? Mm-hmm. So I would say I've definitely made some bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's unfair for me... Well, maybe unfair is the wrong word. It wouldn't be right for me to, to, you know, say yes, I think I make good decisions by and large. Because mm. when you really reflect on your life, how many of the decisions uh, upon reflection were good. Mm. So I would say probably 60, 40. I definitely think there's decisions that I could have made. But I can't really kick myself in the teeth because I was, I mean, you're young. When you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life teaches you. So sure I, would say, I would say by and large, yes, because I feel like I'm in a good position now. Mm-hmm. But... I've definitely made, made some bad ones, for sure. Okay. Mark, what are you saying? You know I only make good decisions, man. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what bad decisions I like. Mm. Um, <laughs> ah. <laughs> you made me laugh so much, you know. Like... <laughs> nah, I suppose I'm just like used to thinking, for the most part, I think we all, I think we all make good and bad choices, but we probably don't realize they're bad until we get hindsight in it yeah. everybody's got clear vision with hindsight so when you live and you grow through things and you sit back and you look at them you might think to yourself uh maybe that wasn't the best decision at the time but while you're living through it you always think what you're doing is right yeah. unless you've got like well everybody's got people around them but sometimes you might need really good people around you to like grab you in the heat of the moment and stop you from doing something stupid or whatever mm. or if they can point you in the right direction when they see that you're going wrong but I think for the most part, we all believe we're doing the right things because we've got our, our best interests at heart, innit? Okay. And then and then we all know that they're wrong until afterwards kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask you. In fact, Brent, what are you saying? Um, by and large, yes. And yes. I think sometimes I, I convince myself that they're good decisions. Mm. Mm. Why are you dropping mic after saying that? Why are you so silent? <laughs> Carry on your sentences. You are, I'm in a room. I'm with the most dramatic men. The hell? I'm Is that the end of it? <laughs> Young gay my nose. I'm waiting for the... the um, the oh, inter- follow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's because they obviously there's more. I thought you just dropped mine like T.D. Jakes. I said, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've actually um, lived my life knowing for well I have deliberately chosen bad decisions. Mm. Okay. Everything that's governed me so far, I've, I've believed it to be the best way. To have you ever made a decision out of stubbornness that you didn't think was the best, but you just done it because of, of I don't know, proving a point or sticking to your guns or something or whatever? Give me some time to process the question. I can't okay. respond straight away with that. Cool. Okay. okay. Good response. Okay. Every, everyone's kind of said things that um, kind of goes well with my next two questions right mm-hmm. and these are the only two real questions i have right but obviously it will cause us to elaborate and whatnot but first question is would you bet on yourselves so if you're looking at the past mm-hmm. right and looking at where you are now mm-hmm. and someone said oh 
um, if you do this particular thing and live your life in a particular way, da, 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 this, that, and the third, you will get this, 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 that, and the third. And then left you, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not getting constant reminders. It just told you this, right? And you take it as a fact. Would you bet on yourselves to live that way, perfectly disciplined, in order to get that particular thing that that person promised you? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because I think a lot of the things that I do, in, the way I live my life already, there isn't anyone reminding me of commitments I've made. There isn't anyone reminding me of what I could be. Mm-hmm. Of course, here and there, I have moments of like insecurities and then the people that are close to me will be like, what are you talking about? You're this, you're that. Do you get know I me? Mean? Like yeah. encouragement. But for the most part, I am that reminder to myself. I'm my worst critic, but I'm also the person who knows me more than anybody else can know me. I think I can be, I am left in a way, mm. obviously God aside, mm-hmm. we're really all left to our own devices. Okay. Do you mean? And my second question, not to pressurize you, right? Because mm-hmm. I want everyone to answer as well, right? Yeah. But the second question is, what metric do you use to say, you know what, these are good decisions and these are bad decisions? Um, it really is a thing of in the moment. Like Marks and Yusuf were saying, in hindsight, there's stuff that you feel like, you know, I could have handled that better. Mm-hmm. But I can't even call that a bad decision because of the way I think about it, I'm a, I'm very big on half glass half full. Okay. So if I make a decision in the moment, maybe two months from now, a year from now, I'm like, you know, I could have done better with that. Mm-hmm. But with the knowledge I had at the time, mm-hmm. with the wisdom I had, with the tools I had at the time, mm-hmm. that was the best decision. And so for me, I look at it as, okay, yes, a year from now, I feel like, you know, actually I could have handled that differently. Mm-hmm. However, I wasn't in a position to handle that differently. Otherwise, I probably would have. But moving forward, I can now handle the next thing better okay do you get what I mean so i'm very yeah. big on like learning lessons in life and evolving and what like just walking in that in that mindset mm. if that makes sense yeah so i think um for me my biggest goal in life is to grow is to constantly evolve like everything else falls under the umbrella of growth as a mm-hmm. as a human being mm-hmm. so the metric i use is that i may have made a, a poor decision mm-hmm. however I'm not going to do that. I'm, that's not going to happen again mm-hmm. because I've learned from the first time. Yeah. So do you get what I mean? So yeah. I guess that's my metric, if that okay. answers the question. I don't know if it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It answers the question. Um, but I guess, would you then say you just do the best of what you have now and you and you kind of don't judge necessarily the outcome as much? I'm not saying you don't because obviously yeah, basically yeah, yeah. what you said, you, you do obviously, right? But um, you more so put a bit more onus on the, on the, what I have, I can only do the best with what I have. Yeah. So obviously, like you said, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. And in the moment, you're just faced with uh, X amount of factors and yeah. you're basing your decision on that. And so you kind of use that more so than thinking what will be the outcome of this particular thing. Oh, no, I'm definitely a, a risk. Like I would, I weigh things up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I always, I'm not a spontaneous mm-hmm. person in regards to like big life decisions. Mm-hmm. So I always, always, I think a lot. I analyze things. So before I do do something, that's why I know that I've, I did the best I could in that moment because yeah. I really did weigh up all the options and different ways to doing it. And again, I know that I don't know anything. So where I can, I will confide in someone or someone I've had a conversation with, I will take from their experience yeah. and apply that to my situation where I can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you guys? First question again, sorry. Um, blah, blah. First question I said. You said, "Was the metric? How do you measure it?" No, that, that was the That's second one. one. The f- first one is, um, "Would you bet on yourself?" 
Um, it depends what it is that's been asked of me. Uh, but yes, I'm very disciplined. And if someone guaranteed me something at the end of this road, then do I feel like I can um, follow the steps and guidelines to get there? Yes, but it, it depends what it is. Okay. And what metric do you use to say, you know what, this was a good decision and this was a bad decision? Well, if I achieved said goal, okay. then it was a good decision. Yeah. Um, how I feel on the journey, mm. um, how it's affected my life and other aspects, um, that definitely plays a part as well. But if I if I achieved if I achieved the goal, if I achieved the goal, then it was it was a success. If I didn't, then I didn't. Mm. You know what I mean, would you say the product, the end goal, um, you achieving um, that particular thing that you set out mm. for is the main, th- or obviously not the only thing, yeah. but the number one thing? that you use as the metric? Um, Would you be okay, for example, of achieving your goal mm. and being totally unhappy along that journey? Um, if the goal at the end of it trumps my unhappiness on the way there, mm-hmm. then yeah, because obviously sometimes you've got to suffer to get to where you want to be in it. And this person who's telling me, oh, you can get X, Y, Z at the end of this road, the journey may not be good. Mm. The things that, are put in place for me to achieve this goal may not be things I want to do. And for the most part in life, it's not all rosy on the way to the top. Mm. So, um, the fi- yeah. So again, I'm probably not gonna, I'm probably not gonna want to do these things. Mm. They're probably gonna be hard, challenging. I'm gonna have my off days, my good days, whatever, whatever. But if I'm determined enough to get there because the prize is, is what I want, mm. then you, you gotta persevere in it. Okay, yeah. what about you, Max? Uh... Oh no, I'm not really afraid to fail anymore. So mm. I look at I think anything I I try to live with as much freedom as I can and I do anything, I do everything that I want to do within my power. I try my best to do it. And I've had experiences before where I've done things from other people's advice or mm. other people's feelings in mind, and then it's come back to bite me in the bum and I wasn't really happy. So now I just do what I want. So if I could got the if I've got the strength to stand like of like the strength of my convictions to stand on what I'm saying and stand on what I'm doing, it's always a good choice for me. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's easy to say something was good or bad without hindsight, but it's not necessarily the the destination. It's more the journey. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like mm-hmm. if I've got the freedom and the strength to do what I want to do, it's a it's a good choice for me in in in, mm-hmm. in the moment. You know what I'm trying to say? Like obviously that like, shit's gonna happen. Things ain't always gonna go to plan. Sometimes you're gonna fail, sometimes you're gonna succeed, sometimes your journey changes when mm-hmm. you're doing something, different doors open, then you end up in a destination that you didn't even realize was your destination when you started, but mm. everything fell into place for it to for it to go there. So for me, it's just about having the strength to to make to make my own decisions and to make my own choices. So I see I, I see them. I, I take the rough with the smooth, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I just think I just think everything happens for a reason, isn't it? Like, and it's never going to be so so straightforward or open and shut. So I just think a good decisions, a choice that I made for myself. You know, what I'm trying to say like. Mm. Whether it be a sensible one, a selfish one, an impulsive one, like no matter what it is, I just like to, I just want to just I just want to like just do my own thing. You get what I'm trying to say, like. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. okay. yeah, I just I just I just I just live in the moment a lot. You get me, and I try not to regret. I try not to regret nothing I do. Like sometimes I can be stubborn, and I can do things that might be detrimental to me to prove a point or to. I don't even know, like, but it's they mm. is like setting stubbornness. You get what I'm trying to say, but again, it still boils down to like doing what i want yeah you get me so i so i live with it so i I take i take it all on board i'm cool but when you say that um you know it's it's more so like you know i do what i want type of thing does that come with a plan as well or is it more so a bit more spontaneous spontaneous yeah 
Um, spontaneous. 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 Oh my goodness. But I like the fact that it is that you realize it didn't song right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not everything. Sometimes I have a plan. It's not like a rigid plan, like this is step one, this is step two. It's more of like a broader plan of a destination where I want to get to. And then obviously I'm aware that my route can change at any given time, depending on the situation, depending on things that happen. Like plans can change all the time. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, so it's not like a one set destined route. I'm saying like, if I don't do this, or if I don't do that, it's usually like a general kind of destination area that I want to get to. And then I'm on getting there by like any means necessary. Mm. You get me? Okay. All right. And Brent, what about you? Um, and have you thought about Miles' question as well? I forgot Miles' question. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, I would better myself, yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, sometimes to my detriment. Okay. Um, as in, sometimes I, don't, I feel I don't need to seek counsel. Mm. Right? Because I'm the most... I'm the wisest in the room. I'm the smartest in the room. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am not um, somebody that doesn't um, suffer from that particular delusion. Yeah. Um, the first question was, yes, I better myself. The second question was, what's the metric? Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. It has to be the fact that I had the freedom to choose. Mm. Okay. Whether the goal is achieved or not, I don't use that as the metric. Mm, okay. Um, I don't like to be or feel like I'm being manipulated. Mm-hmm. So, um, if the information is given to me, it makes sense to me logically, and I have options in front of me. Whatever I feel is the right uh, approach to take, it needs to be because I've decided it is the right approach to take. So, in doing that, it doesn't matter if that particular approach leads to peril or whatever. I was able to do that. I had the agency to basically pick that. Mm. Do you mm. understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes what sense. about you, Iman? Um, I, I guess the first, the very first question, um, do I think I make good decisions by and large? Um, I would say, kind of like you guys, yes. I would say yes. Um, but I, would, I definitely wouldn't say entirely. And I definitely would say more so now than in my past. Okay. I think before I considered, and this this is not a bad thing, mm-hmm. considering other people a lot, right? Mm. But I think right. like Mark was saying, um, when you consider other people a lot, I think it kind of inhibits your Clouds ability your yeah. to do things for yourself. And kind of like my thinking now, especially, I don't want to relate to economics, but in terms of the whole free, being free to do things for self and pursuing your own self-interest, I think that typically produces the best results for yourself and other people around you. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody really knows what you want to do mm-hmm. and can advise you on how to do it best. Yeah. Because they don't know about your abilities to a T. You know what I'm saying? Um, with regards to would I bet on myself? I would. I would bet on myself. And the metric, I think, kind of, again, kind of like I think Margs and Brent was saying, um, I think the, the journey and being free to pursue the journey is super important to, to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think being able to be like, look, okay, this is what I believe is down there, around the corner, wherever that um, destination is. Mm-hmm. 
but being able to, to, to freely pursue it, even if, even if you don't get there. I'm a firm believer in wherever you end up is where you was meant, meant to be. be. Yeah, I believe that. You know what I'm saying? And when something or someone or different circumstances kind of inhibits you from being able to freely pursue that, mm -hmm. I think that's one of the worst things in the world, especially when you allow it to happen. I think it's one of the worst things ever. But at the same time, I'm also trying to see the importance not trying, I already see the importance of it, but I think more so incorporating the importance of the end goal. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if the end, if, if all you're doing doesn't achieve the end goal that you fully, fully set out for, what to some degree, what's the point? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't necessarily, or at least from my perspective, one shouldn't necessarily just be okay with, you know what, the journey is good enough. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking the thing I set out for some, something has to be achieved. It, it can't just be experience to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't just say, well, I gained the wealth of experience. I can pass yeah. this on to someone else. I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like yeah. there needs to be something more tangible. If that's the end, then fine. If, if I have peace with that, then that's fine. But typically, I think as human beings, we set out to achieve something, something mm -hmm. tangible. Yeah. More than experience, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like there has to be some type of balance so that you've got something to show for it. And this what dictates, like, sorry to cut you, what, di what dictates the choices that, that you make is do you go with more your head or your heart? Ooh. I think before, I, I would say before, I think a bit more the heart. Now I'm, I'm trying to go for a bit more the head because yeah. um, I feel like, you, like, like I was saying, something has to come from this. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes yeah. the heart can kind of just be, I don't know, make you just consider a lot of things that you, that's yeah. not really productive. I think that's the main word for me. Yeah. What is the most productive productive thing? And this is why I, I like relate to what you were saying. Like the very first thing you said was, when I look back on my life, mm -hmm. um, like, how, how, did, how did you say it? It was kind of basically giving me the impression like, I look back on my life and say to myself, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. that if indeed my decisions were good, then maybe I would be here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and that, that makes sen perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it can't just be, oh yeah, I made decisions and experience, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. fantastic. No, like, and this is why I asked the, qu the question, would you bet mm -hmm. on yourself? Because really, if you would, then why, again, I'm not saying, um, you know, but all right, put, put it this way. If you were betting yourself, why are you not further along your journeys than you are now? That's, well, that's, that's the question. Yeah, there's other factors there. Yeah, but, so you can, but you're always going to have these factors. Yeah, exactly. So <coughs> you wouldn't always, like we wouldn't always get where we where it is that we want to get. Because okay. I always say that, obviously being a Christian, I always say that I can desire this and that and I can want this and that. But my vision it just sees what I want to see. Okay. There's so much more outside of that that is involved that I, I don't have the ability to see. So, for example, um, say I'm like, you know, I want to achieve this. On that journey to achieving that, I may not get that. I may, I may not get what I set out to get. I might end up getting something better because, do you know what I mean? I might end up getting something better in, in this in, on this journey. So, um, yeah, I just don't think, I don't think that decisions that we make necessarily will get us everything we want because sometimes oh you might think you've made a great decision and really it really isn't 
And you might even get that and then realise it, it isn't. Do you get me? Like, I just think there's other factors that are there that is beyond what our wants and desires are, in my opinion. Can I, can I just ask then? Because obviously the question just got sprung on us like that, yeah? Mm-hmm. But are we doing enough self-reflection to answer the question properly? Like, obviously, like, it's a lot to unpack there and that. Mm-hmm. But I probably could have guessed everybody would have gave the answer. And it speaks to a bit to what, like, Eman's saying, because we all said, yes, we make good choices. But if our choices are also good, why are we all, are we all look successful as we want to be right this second? Yeah, but the thing exactly. is, but what's the timeline? Who's to say that this is the end point and that you have to have, have achieved everything you wanted to by, to by now, by the point where you asked me the question? That's true. Also, but, yeah, go on. if we are specific as to how we are applying this question, for mm. example, in relationships, we might have a different um, response. Yeah. yeah. Um, with your career, you might have a different response. Do you understand? So I think it was just a general question that was posed and we yeah. just responded yeah. to the, the, the general nature of it. Yeah, and, and answer it in whatever way you, you kind of see fit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but kind of um, answer um, what you were saying. Like, even though, like you said, there's certain time frames you give yourself yeah. and stuff. Still, at our ages now, mm. there would have been certain things that we would have wanted by the age we are now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, we, and your answer is almost... Again, you're not saying this, right? Yeah. But it's almost like you're saying, well, my success, let's just say my dream of being a millionaire could be when I'm 40. Mm. But if you ask yourself when you're 30, you may have given yourself 37. Yeah, that's different. If you set yourself a particular goal at a particular age and mm-hmm. you said, okay, just say you're 25. Oh, by the time I'm 35, I want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And you didn't achieve that goal, then yeah, you can deem that particular goal as unsuccessful. Yeah. But when you said, oh, would you bet on yourself? Mm-hmm. At what point are you asking yourself, oh, I'm betting on me for X, Y, Z? Because, for example, we've started this journey here, right? Yeah. We're not at the end of the road. No. So everything needs time. Mm-hmm. So when do you say, okay, cool, you know what? I've, I've given up. I bet on myself and I was wrong. Is it, is it when you die mm. and people look back on your life and like, you know what? He was alive for X amount of years. He didn't achieve X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. He bet on himself and he failed. Yeah. When do we put that end stamper? That's, that's, that's the question. That's the question. And I think... Because we have different goals that will be at different times in your life, yeah. mm-hmm. only, I guess, us personally would know those particular things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, TDA, we may say, oh, we want to be at this particular place in the next three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily give yourself the grace to achieve it in 10. Because really, why should it take me an extra seven years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I guess stuff like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to add anything? No. Okay. Well, let's get. I think I had a point, but I lost it. Yeah. No. I thought I thought Mark was going to say something as well. Yeah, you had asked the question, didn't it? Huh? You had asked the question. What question again? Um. Something like you know, if we had more time to think about it, if we had more time to think about it, would the answers be different? Because you know, you could have guessed that we're all going to say this. Yeah. Yeah. About the whole betting on yourself, because if you had said it earlier in life, for Mm. example. If it, basically, we're all saying, yeah, we're better than ourselves. Yeah. But surely, if we would have, then by this point in our life, we'd be more successful, more ha- or mm. have more of, of the particular thing we're pursuing yeah. now than we would have, than we will. Well, I think everybody's situation is different and how they, and how they look mm. at it. Like, even even like what Yusuf just said, like, where do you put a timeline on it? Like, we're asking you this now, but 10 years ago, did you have a vision for yourself where you would be at this age and have you met? Obviously, you could put, a, like, you can extend it or whatever, whatever, but... Are you where you wanted to be now? And it is a thin question. I look at it a bit differently mm. because I honestly, when I was younger, I never had plans to be this age. 
Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So I'm working on my new plans and my new future. I'm working on the fly. Mm. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like the goals and the things that I'm setting myself are all new, all different. I never had a 10-year plan or this year plan. I didn't know what I was going to be doing or where I was going to be. Now different opportunities are coming and my landscape's changing. Then now I'm going to put down some things and put them in place. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's like by this point, if I where where was I where was I ever going to be if that makes sense? Because I never I never had no 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 plan like that. Mm. Yeah. You get me? So it's different for me when I look at it. I'm not going to look and sit here now and say, oh, yeah, nah, I'm not where I wanted to be. It probably speaks to, like, some of the stuff that you said before, Esther, that, like, I'm probably exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah, I'm thinking about it, actually, and I'm, what you're saying, I'm thinking, so basically, it's, it's like, say we're all on, like, on a, on a track, right? That's what they're called, right? Running tracks. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Women in sports. Um. Yeah, so say we're all on a track here. So everyone's got a bag, and in your mind, you're like, I just want to get to the end. But along the journey, there's stuff being added on into your bag that slows you down. And then at some point you realize, you know what, actually, I've had enough of this way. I put, take that away. Because I think that it's actually impossible. On Life has to agree with you mm-hmm. for you to actually achieve what it is that you set out to achieve. There's yeah. too much that happens that really slows down the journey. Mm-hmm. You could suffer losses. You grieve. You lose your job. Mm. You lose that. Like, do you get me? Like, there's so much. You meet someone... You might get you might get distracted, or you might start focusing on you might add something else to now your this linear journey you previously had. There's so much that's added and taken away from us mm-hmm. by life mm-hmm. that we're not we're absolutely not in control of. Sure. For it to be a case where whatever anyone wants, you actually achieve it. Very true. Can I ask you this question? Yeah. This is kind of like a follow up to the "Would you bet on yourself?" Mm. Um, you mentioned before your idol is um, not idol, but you know what I'm trying to say. Wendy Williams. Wow, I thought you were gonna say Kevin Hart. Okay. Also, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I knew no. he was gonna say Wendy Williams, so yeah. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you're you're not knowing things right. <laughs> I thought she was one of your. your yeah, yeah, I do admire her. Yes, but just when okay. you said idol, I just thought the best thing. I just didn't okay. think it was Wendy. But yeah, carry on. Okay, cool. Is is like female wise? Is she is she a good example for? Yeah, cause I don't really check for Oprah like that. <laughs> yeah, I would say Wendy. Okay, so, <laughs> let's so, go, Wendy. Let's say, let's yeah, say yeah. Wendy, right? And again, right, this is like a follow up of the would you bet on yourself? Mm-hmm. So, you now, you're able to step out of the situation mm-hmm. and you're able to go back five years mm-hmm. and you're able to put Wendy in a situation and God's able to ask you, you will get to where you're going to get to. Right? Yeah. But you need to choose if Wendy does it for you or you do it for yourself. Why would I want Wendy to have the. No, she won't get the accolades. It will just be her. And then in five years' time, whatever she gets, you just assume that position. So she's basically, are you betting on yourself or are you betting on Wendy to do it for you? Who do you trust to get this job done better and efficiently complete it, achieve it, whatever? <laughs> I mean, considering what's been happening to my Aunt Wendy in the past <laughs> few years, hella distractions, I, I still bet myself. Forget, because unless like... The, the, the messed up Wendy. No, but unless I know for a fact that she is going to... Um, do this mm-hmm. and she's not going to mess up yeah. and she's definitely going to get there and I just swoop in and get all the accolades yeah. go go forth went because <laughs> then I okay. would just work on other stuff but I can't sit idle no, though you can't, you can't. <laughs> so I've got to just sit there like a bum and just it's... wait for someone to achieve stuff and give it to me yeah but forget forget about about, about what you do in the, in the in the in the interim forget that part it's okay. just about for example would you choose yourself or or, or someone else to achieve the things you believe um, 
you want to achieve in the next five years? Do you know what it is? I think I was I think I was to choose myself. Okay. Because I'm very big on journey. Okay. Like okay. As I'm very, very big on a journey. Like I might not achieve something that I wanted to achieve, mm -hmm. but because I'm so big on like gaining knowledge and experience mm -hmm. and wisdom in life, like that helps me. That like that feeds my soul. That makes me that makes me evolve as a person. Like remember, like for me, my biggest goal in life mm -hmm. is to continue to evolve as a person. Yeah. So I will still bet on me because it's part of the journey. Okay. I don't necessarily want... Yes, of course, it's nice to have things handed to you. Mm -hmm. But if I could go through a journey and still get it, I feel like I'd choose that. Okay. Just to make it a bit harder, right? If you could still get the experience. So Wendy... Let's just say Wendy was doing it, right? Yeah. Or you chose Wendy. Wendy's experience along that journey too. Get transferred gives, to me. She, it gets transferred to you. So literally, you just assume yeah. like the body almost, right? Yeah. So you get the achievement... And you get the experience. So, you got Wendy. I'm so shallow. I was thinking, can I keep my body? We're carry on, sorry. <laughs> so, you've got Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Wendy. Mm -hmm. And she can give you the achievement and the experience. The journey, right? yeah. Or, you can do it yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then, obviously, if you make it, you get the achievement and the journey too. But if you don't... Oh, so it's a risk that I might not make it? Yeah, it's a risk. Oh, That's and Wendy, you can do this. Would you bet on yourself? Or would you bet on... You see what I'm saying? I still feel like I'd built myself, you know. Then that's beautiful thing. I I just think my character, like I don't, I can't depend on. Mm. It's just difficult for me, and I'm not. I don't want to ever. I don't want to sit idle. Do you get what I mean? Unless like I have no choice but to. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think cool. I still build myself. What about you guys? Pose the question again. Sorry, it was it, it got a bit complicated. So between <coughs> you and your idol, so whoever your idol is, or mm. whoever you really admire, mm. if they could do what the like. Do get achieve whatever goals you want, mm. including the experience, the wisdom that comes from all that stuff. Mm. Would you bet on yourself or would you bet on them doing it? But with you, it's a risk that you may or may not get if you do it yourself. But with them, you're definitely guaranteed to get that. Not definitely guaranteed, but okay, based sir. on their but based on their pattern because of who they are. Okay, today, okay, okay, okay. We know that they've. They you would. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I understand the question. As in, put me in my idol's body. Yeah. And no. So say. Okay. Okay. Alright, let, let me try and pose it this way. Yeah. Say I don't know. Say you when you was twenty, you mm. wanted to be a record label founder. Yeah. And all that type of stuff. Yep. It changed the, the, how music is, right? Yep. Cool. You're twenty years old. Yeah. And you got Puff Daddy as well, mm. right? Would you would you choose Puff Daddy to do that journey for you from twenty to the age of thirty, right? Okay. And knowing that Puff Daddy's made makes bad boy, he mm. signs Biggie, he mm. does all these things mm. in the in that ten years. Or, so, and then basically when he gets to 30, you then assume that body, right? Okay. So you become him with the experience, with the bad boy, all them type of things. Yep. Or would you say, you know what? I don't need his help. Mm. I bet on myself. I can do the same thing or better in that 10 years. From, from inception? From 20? Yeah, for sure. Myself. Yeah, definitely. Why is that? Because um, if I look at, okay, so Puff Daddy in particular, right? if I look at his journey and what he's done, do I believe that I could essentially be him and replace him and give him the same opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. Carve my same, carve the same niche in the industry. Yeah. So just take the D out, put me in, but I'm the same person. Do I have the characteristics? Do I have the, the all the intangible stuff he has mm -hmm. to be able to get to where he is? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. I believe given the right opportunities, given 
the right remember, infrastructure. Yeah, but you're make you're kind of making these things yourself. So remember, your personality is not the same. So okay. so whoever Puff is, yeah, when he goes to meet this person and meets that person, he's yeah. being himself. You're also being yourself. Yeah. So certain things, skills you don't have, you have to learn on that journey. Yeah. All those type of things. Same seems kind of same kind of thing he did, mm. right, to get there. But based on um, us having hindsight, knowing that he was successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So you're you're, you're saying follow his mode, his template. Essentially, not 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 really. I'm, obviously, because obviously, there's characteristics that he has that I don't possess, but I can see his journey, so I know what mm -hmm. characteristics he has that I don't have. So I know, okay, for me to be him, mm -hmm. I have to adopt X Y Z to be able to be where he is. No. Yeah, yeah, but but you're not you're not trying to be him. You're 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 being Yusuf. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you, your goal basically, essentially, is just I want to be a record label founder, mm -hmm. and I want to be the most successful black record label founder there is. Yeah. That's basically the extent of it. Okay. But you also know that Puff Daddy, for example, based on us knowing who he is now, mm. a, a billionaire, this, that, and a third, he did this particular thing. Mm. Now, God's giving you an opportunity to say, look, Yusuf, at 30, if you go with Puffy, because we've seen it, we know he makes it, right? Yeah. And he does certain things. Yeah. You can have what he has at 30. Or you can do it yourself. Oh, okay, cool. I think I understand the question. I think I was confused. You're saying do it his way or my way, essentially. Kind of, yeah. And would you bet on yourself to be able to achieve it? Or would you take the, I don't want to say easy route, forget the easy route of it. Would you be able to, would you choose him to do the job for you? Um, this question is very complicated. Okay. Um, I'll pass it to me. I feel like I understand what you're saying, but at the yeah. same time, I feel like I'm still a bit confused okay. to what you're saying exactly. So. Even so, yeah, I think it depends no, it's on my turn. What, what, No, 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 no. No, you might. It's my turn. It's my turn. You're tagging each other in. You're telling me, right? I can have 10 years where I could doss about, right? And then come back in my body, Puffy's body, and be a millionaire, but I'm choosing that every single day. 100%. But I'm not I'm, what forget, forget. <laughs> I'm living in hindsight, knowing full well that he can get me to the position. Whilst is I don't have to be worrying about all of the, the, the sacrifices, brother. What 10 years I'll be looking at my parents, smiling. I think it depends on the parameters of the question that you're asking. Yeah, that's like, exactly. I'm not right. sure that's how yeah. that's, that's the question. Like, what, <laughs> What field, what field are we getting into? Because if there's something that I've even got the slightest chance of being able to do or recreate myself, mm -hmm. then I might I might question doing it myself because I want, even though you're saying I'm still going to get the experience, I want to do it myself. Yeah. You know, I want to live through it in real time and get get my hands on it. There's certain things that other people can definitely do better than me. And if you gave me that option, yeah, like... I'll choose them. Like if you said, "All right, cool, give Mbappe five years, let him do what he's doing, <laughs> and then five years time, I'll jump in." I was like, "I'll go yeah. on Mbappe, do yeah. you?" Or like some type yeah. of entrepreneur, Elon Musk, who's got a serious track record of making money and whatnot, whatnot, yeah. whatnot. Mm. Yeah, man, go go do your thing. Mm -hmm. I'll come in five years, if especially if you're telling me in this scenario it's almost foolproof, then I'm definitely <laughs> gonna pick that. And let them <laughs> and let them do what they do. But, but, do but, but don't you have to pick up what, where they left off? So the same skill set that got them to where they are. But you got the experience if though. If you so take over, good. then you have to carry on. To be fair, experience and skill yeah. set is different though. Because I might get there then. Because mm. in my mind, yes, I got the experience. But do I have the skill set to keep everything mm. they've achieved? I'm there one month, I've ruined all the fortunes. 
ridiculous. Because if you're saying, okay, cool, I'll let Mbappe do the groundwork for 10 years and mm. I jump on at the end and I have everything he possesses, mm-hmm. then what's... I mean, it's, it's, it seems pointless. Everyone yeah. would choose that then. Mm. That's why I'm, I'm not sure that's the question you're asking. It's, it's, because you know, anyone would choose that. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. This is why Brent said, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brent was too happy. <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's more so, it's basically me just trying to see how much we'd really bet on ourselves. Mm. To basically, um, how much do we believe we will achieve the things we believe are out there for us? You see what I'm saying? So I use Wendy because obviously I know you like that type of um, thingy. But basically, it's anything that you guys are passionate about. Yeah. It's literally anything. Mm. So that very thing you're passionate about, you as well, Mark, you use it, Brent. Would you do, would you basically choose somebody else or yourself? I'd bet me every single day. I really would. It's fun because I even tweeted, well, no, I retweeted it the other day. But it's an old tweet of mine. And I said, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to achieve the things I want to achieve. That there's no, the things I desire for myself, there's there's no doubt whatsoever. It's just the journey there is, uh, it's a bit of a journey. Really intrigued. So I think, yeah, I would to answer that every time I'd, I'd bear myself. Do you know what? Um, <laughs> Jenin just basically summarized the question in, in much better than me. Mm. Basically, are you confident in your own ability and temperament to achieve that particular thing? Mm-hmm. Or if you're not confident enough, obviously we don't want to hear we're not confident enough, but basically essentially this is what it is. Would you choose the guy that did it all, who did it basically, to um, achieve it for you? No. See, That's I, I kind of see it, it differently. I, I see it as though I'm I'm being smart with it mm-hmm. and I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone. I'm having my cake and eating it too. So if I know full well the next 10 years, I'm still at, at the end of it. I'm still going to be slotted into the position that I can get to in the first place. I could use that 10 years to do other things that... Yeah, but, you're not, yeah, you're but I said that, that though. He said you're not yeah, allowed you're not to allowed do that. Oh, serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably should not when it is you guys were talking about. <laughs> no, that's the first thing I said as well. I said, if Wendy can go ahead and get the success and I can work on other stuff, yeah. but you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, so you just say idle. Honestly, my um my confidence levels is is stupidly naive and in the clouds and whatnot. So mm. if that's the legit question or there's no other option, then 100% I'll, I'll better mm. myself, to be honest. It's just something to do, isn't it? Mm. Okay, cool. Nice. Mm, something to do. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our next headlines. Let's do it. Headline takes us back home to the beautiful continent of Africa and unfortunately what's um, been going on with Burkina Faso. I spoke about this, I think, last week or two uh, weeks ago. Um, and yeah, here's a bit of an uh, update. So authorities have said that Burkina Faso this week launched a drive to recruit 50,000 civilian defense volunteers to help the army fight jihadists. The country, which is one of the world's poorest, has been battling a deadly jihadist insurgency since 2015. Burkina Faso has been rocked by two coups during during this year, with, with each new leader accusing the previous of having failed to quell the violence. Captain Ibrahim Traore was the latest to seize power late last month, naming a new transition government on Tuesday evening. Just before being designated Minister of Territorial Administration, Colonel Bukhari Zungrana announced more civilians will be enlisted to push back the armed groups. He said that recruitment has been launched for 35,000 volunteers for the defense of the nation. 
from different districts, adding that their mission will be to protect the population and belongings of their districts alongside the security forces. The authorities on Monday had already announced it would build a force of 15,000 other volunteers who could be deployed across the whole of their national territory. The so-called Volunteers for the Defense of the Nation have legally existed since 2020, and recruits usually receive training for a fortnight before they're being handed, um, handed weapons and means of communication. Many have been killed in jihadist attacks, especially in the north and east of the country. Beyond the civilian volunteers, the military is also looking to hire 3,000 more soldiers to boost its ranks. Jihadists control around 40% of Burkina Faso's territory. In the latest assault on Monday, at least 10 Burkina Faso soldiers were killed in the northern city of Djibo. So yeah, that's some horrible stuff that's going on over there. And the next headline, trigger warning here, and this is also some sad news. Um, 11 people were killed in the Ugandan school for the blind. So 11 people, most, yeah, mostly children, have died in Uganda after a fire tore through a dormitory at a school for the blind as pupils were sleeping early, early this morning. The Ugandan police force said on Twitter, the cause of the fire is currently unknown, but so far 11 deaths as a result of the fire have been confirmed, while six are in critical condition and admitted to hospital. The disaster occurred about 1 a.m. this morning um, at the Salama School for the Blind in the Mukono district, east of the capital, Kampala. Police said an investigation had been launched into the cause of the inferno and more details would be released later. The Internal Affairs Minister, General Kahinda Otafire, said most of the people are dead. Most of the, most of the dead are children at the school and our sympathies go to the parents, adding that the school had been cordoned off as a crime scene and vowing there would be a full investigation. He also added that as government, we shall go to the root cause of the fire and if there's any culprits, they will be apprehended and the law will take its course. Images from the scene of the blaze showed a charred but still largely intact building where the fire broke out. Its windows, frames and doors blackened and the corrugated roof damaged. Forensic teams were seen in white protective gear at the school while grieving parents were pictured weeping as they sat on the ground nearby. Earlier this year, police reported 18 school fires over a period of three months. Most had been started deliberately. I was going to say, yeah. all them fires, that must be deliberate. Mm -hmm. That's that. 18 school fires in three months. Why are they, why are they targeting children for? Exactly. And this is a Animals. school for blind, you know. What type of rubbish is this? Animals. Yeah, hopefully man. they find out who did it and they burn them somewhere. Anyway, that's all the right. end of the headlines. Love. Sorry, nice. What am I talking about? Anyway, <laughs> can we get into, um, let's get into Word on Road, sorry. A while ago, we did report about Brittany Griner. Hmm. Is that her name? That's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah. Griner, yeah? I think so, yeah. Yeah, we'll go for that it. a basketball girl? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. So um, basically, so you guys remember the story that she was arrested on her way back into Russia and she had um, vape cartridges and they basically arrested her and sentenced her to nine years in prison for that. So they've had an appeal, they had an appeal and unfortunately, her appeal has been denied. They basically said, no, like they're doubling, doubling down on that. And they're saying, yeah, it's basically going to be nine years. So typically, apparently stuff like this, it would get you like five years, at m like maximum five years. But obviously with her, it does, I think it's like a political thing, to be honest, that Russia is doing. But yeah, so with her, she's been sentenced to um, nine years. And I think the only changes that were basically, that were basically held was that I think her time in custody already would like, would count towards the nine years mm. 
that was basically the only change they made. They basically just said, you know, it is what it is. So her lawyers are pushing for an acquittal or at least at the minimum, a reduction in her sentence, even though really and truly it's just, it's not really, it's just disproportionate to, to the offense. But yeah, the judge denied that. And um, what's it called? The National Security Advise, Advisor in America and the, for the White House, he said, we are aware of the news out of Russia that Brittany Griner will continue to be wrongfully detained under intolerable circumstances after having to undergo another sham judicial proceeding today. The Biden administration has continued to engage with Russia through every channel, through every available channel and make every effort to bring Brittany home as well as to support and advocate for other Americans detained in Russia, including fellow wrongful detainee Paul Whelan. So um, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully there's something that can be done. I think the last we heard of it, there was some, I think they were kind of in negotiation about America releasing like one of the people that they, one of a Russian mm-hmm criminal that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. But the poor girl, man, it's ridiculous. And she tuned into the court hearing from prison. So there's like a picture of her in a cell and it just looks like, it's just horrible. It really, really is horrible. So she did say that she, in regards to the vape stuff, she said she didn't mean to pack it. She said she was in a rush packing and it wasn't a thing. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't to commit a crime. It wasn't to smuggle drugs in, which is what they're trying to make it seem like. It's, Vape, man. Well, yeah, but at least, you know, I mean, the US is backing her and they're trying to do whatever they can to get her out because, you know, they are in agreement that it is excessive and it's not proportionate to what the crime is, really and truly. So hopefully, you know, they can get this What was it like? What kind of vape was it? Was it weed vape or something? Yes, so it did have cannabis, but the thing is they've also produced medical reports to say that she is, she has been prescribed cannabis for pain relief, Mm. but they're just not caring. So legally, she can't actually have cannabis because mm-hmm. she needs it for pains. It's actually medic- medically prescribed. Mm. But they're not even buying into that because, you know, their rules is their rules and she shouldn't have come in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it was a vape that had a bit, um, cannabis in it. And But is, is she basically saying it um, was a mistake, isn't it? Yeah, she's saying right. she, she literally was in a rush to yeah. pack. So she didn't even, she didn't even clock. She packed. She just mm. literally was just in a rush. That, that's that's probably why they don't care about it being prescribed, isn't it? Because <laughs> like even if it's prescribed, we don't want it here. Yeah, you and I think I mean? for me, the fact that it is prescribed, for me, that's proof that it wasn't any, it wasn't a criminal act. Okay, I get. But you, for yeah. them, mm. they're just trying to make an example. This is a political thing for them. They don't whether it's prescribed, it's not prescribed. They don't care mm. because I don't know whether she's prescribed cannabis in vape form mm. or whether she's you know prescribed cannabis in another form. But the fact that she's this had cannabis in it anyway, and she's prescribed that, mm-hmm. they just don't care. For them, it's just like, nah, we've got this big person, and we're gonna try and you know get a US to do whatever we want and release whoever we want to release, and we'll give you we'll give you a trade. Mm. Well, if you give us this this couple of people, then we'll give you this two back kind of thing. So it's just real. It's just very political and ridiculous, in all honesty. But even though they are taking a piss, and there's definitely like politics involved with England and America and whatnot, whatnot, yeah. whatnot. There's still the pop. There's still like the sense that you have to respect yeah, the law is the law. people's laws. Yeah, you, you do. Me? Yeah, you do. There is that, but I think because typically the law would, according to their law, you typically get five years. It's hard not to see it being a political thing because she's getting nine years. Mm. So this kind of crime typically will get you like maximum five years, if you do get jail time. Do you get I me? Mean? Sometimes you don't get jail time. You get a fine mm. or whatever. But with her, they've really put their back into it. And they said, no, you're even getting nine. 
Because the maximum for a crime like this, in terms of smuggling drugs or whatever, is 10 years. And she's got a vape with a bit with cannabis in it. And she's got nine years. So what happens with the, when people bring heroin and cannabis in? Mm. Uh, sorry, America um, even making a, like a big deal out of this though? With America? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Are they trying to do everything to get her back? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, they are. Because the person, I, the quote I read out was from the White House. Saying okay. that they are doing everything that they can to get her um to get her out and to get the matter sorted out. But mm. yeah, but I think they recognize as well. Cause I'm sure I read somewhere that you know, Russia's like, okay, we'll give you, we'll give Britney, but you gotta give us this person back. And I think the person that they want is obviously a worse criminal than what Britney's yeah, done. Yeah, but I suppose it's fair trade because realistically, like if she broke the law, she broke the law. The only obviously it's political and that, but the only reason why. America would even get involved like that is because she's a public figure. No, but sometimes the um your country can get involved if you've been if you've been detained in like another country. Depending Maybe on like what unlo- it is. Un- unlawfully or something. But yeah, if but you I try think, to bring yeah. cannabis into a country where it's illegal, you broke the law. If that's just a regular civilian. Yeah, but I think with this one, the reason why they're probably getting involved is well, apart from her being obviously a public figure, it is it's unlo- it is unlawful to an extent because this is not what your law would usually jail a person for. Like, I, this, is, this isn't how long you'd give a person a sentence for. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're going off previous people that you guys have jailed as a country and they get five years. And the maximum that you give in this area, because obviously the drugs are hard and whatever, is 10 years. Yeah. But she's done this and you're giving her nine years. So it's, I think for them it's just it's a power play thing. It's um, yeah. it's just yeah, it's just really a power play thing. But I guess the positive is that she is a public figure and they can you know try and fight her battles for her. But we'll see if it works really. Yeah. And obviously the consequences of that, regarding that like, you know regarding whoever they want to get, because it, it's basically like them giving the US a pound or a dollar, yeah. and the US is giving them twenty back. Talking about fair trade, do you get me? Like because the person they want out is. Mm-hmm. You exactly. did that shit. <laughs> He's lawfully detained. But um, yeah. we'll see. I'll keep an eye on the story anyway and, you know, let you guys know what happens from that. But hopefully um, stuff can happen and she can get, get out, basically. My next bit of news, you guys know an artist called Steve Lacey? No. 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 So he's a, he's a black guy. And I just want to report on the story. I think it's quite, it's, it's an interesting story. And it kind of speaks to the culture of concerts and fans kind of feeling entitled to artists and Mm. That kind of situations. So anyways, he was performing. He had a concert. He was performing, and um, a, a fan threw a disposable camera at him, right in the chest. He hit him, and so he was just like, "Like, come on, like, why are you f- don't throw stuff, don't interrupt the music, don't throw stuff at me? Like, what the hell, man?" Mm-hmm. Then he goes over to the fan and he's like, "Another fan, though. It's not even the fan who threw the camera. It doesn't. I don't think so, anyway. But he goes over to a fan anyway. May or may not be the one who threw the camera." And he's like, oh, let me see that a second. Takes the um, camera and literally, when I tell you, literally just eh, threw it on the ground with so much anger. Then he was like, all right, that's it. Peace. And he left and he got off the stage. Wow. And then basically there's an argument online about whether, you know, about basically about fans entitlement. Mm-hmm. And they're saying more with the younger crowd. They don't understand how this works. Because mm. basically when he left, they was like, oh, like what the hell, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you did this. You you don't have access to people to disrespect them and throw things at them. Mm-hmm. And then because you're paying for the music, think they're going to just stay there and mm. carry on performing. 
So it was, it was just, um, it was mixed, um, mixed mm. views online. People were like, oh yeah, but it was one person that did that. Everyone else got to suffer for that now. Blah, 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 But yeah, man. And then he also, um, he did post on Instagram because he had an in- interview with um, 105, Power 105 in America. And he said, my shows have been fun as hell. Shout out to the people not throwing disposable cameras at me and just coming to catch a vibe and connect. I had a really good time in NOLA last night. I hate that the beauty of connection I have with so many people in the crowd gets lost when something negative happens. I don't believe I owe anyone an apology. Maybe I could have reacted better. Sure, always. I'm a student of life. But I'm a real person with real feelings and real reactions. I'm not a product or robot. I'm human. I will continue to give my all at these shows. Please come with respect for yourself and others. Please, thank you, love you. And I appreciate that, man. Because you know these days we we were getting people to to apologise for stuff all the time. Mm. I did what I did. I said what I said. And that's that on that. So I I think it's... uh, I think he was... I think his reaction was human. And I think that's the thing sometimes. When people see public figures and celebrities and whoever's in the public eye, you forget that they're human beings like you. They deal with stuff. They have real life stuff they're going through. Just because I'm here to do a job does not mean I may not be having a bad day. So mm-hmm. if you say something that rubs me the wrong way, I'm going to react to you like I would if I wasn't in this job. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, big up him for standing up for himself and hopefully moving on, moving forward. Fans will stop throwing things at people. I don't know where you think, anyway, boy, how you think you can throw things at people anyway and, and life will be fine. That's no. very wild to me. Very, very wild. But um, my next bit of news also in music is um, about Ashanti. So a while ago we talked about, you know, <laughs> of out here talking nonsense and all sorts. Um, I don't want to repeat it just because it's just a bunch of foolishness. But for journalism's sake, I will. He talked about, you know, how the song Happy... He basically was on Drink Champs, right? Mm. They've made some very interesting decisions this year. I bet they could go... They wish they could go back in time. But um, yeah, so he was on Drink Champs and he was talking about, you know, with Ashanti and how they had a relationship going and that's how the song Happy came along. It was after they slept together and... He was just saying a whole bunch of nonsense. And around the time, the Murder Inc. documentary was going to come out, which obviously Shanti isn't in anyway. But I guess he was, he kind of did that, I guess, for mm. some kind of clout and for people to kind of tune into the doc as well, which is very pathetic. Um, and obviously in that as well, Ja Rule was there and Ja Rule and Shanti are very close. They're like brother and sister. And he spoke up, but I guess not as, not with so much vim as one would really expect him to. So Shanti really hasn't said anything. She hasn't, she hasn't engaged in any of this at all but she recently has so she's got an interview with angie martinez coming out well in america probably out now but it was tonight when i checked last time so probably out around this time or something and she basically talks about in the what's it called the trailer for it she talks about how you know his behavior his actions wasn't surprising to her she also said you know that he basically lied he she was like he flat out lied about a lot of things and um yeah, so we didn't really see too much. Obviously, I'm going to watch the full interview anyway. But then she also went on Ebro's morning show, which is where she talked more about it. And she basically said how... Um, she basically echoed the same things that we've seen in the trailer. Mm. Said, you know, he lied and blah, blah. But she said also she wasn't surprised by it. And she said how like it was just embarrassing. And she guessed he was doing it because of the documentary. And then he asked her why she isn't in the documentary because she's not involved in documentary at all. Mm. And she was like, why would I be involved? Because she said she kind of knew that it was going to be some kind of foolishness. Mm. And she said it would have been good for the fans to know that the real murdering story, and obviously anyone who knows knows that, you know, when they were going through a lot of court, whatever, she's stuck by them. And people argue that that's probably why her career didn't take off in the way that it 
probably should have because she's still stuck but she was loyal to them basically and she talked about that and said she wasn't going to get involved with the documentary blah blah but she kind of knew he was he, she basically just knew he's, he was, he's always been full of shit mm. and she knew she could she could see this coming basically and then he also asked about like Ja Rule and how she felt that Ja Rule didn't really speak up but she was like how she got a heads up from Ja like before the interview came out anyway so when they were going to go on drink champs when they were booked like when they knew they were going to go on mm. Ja Rule spoke to her about yeah. it and he was like, "Listen, I just know this man's gonna. Say, he's gonna say some shit. He's gonna. It's gonna be nonsense, basically." And she was like, "Yeah." So it wasn't. It was nothing surprising for her. Mm. And she said how two days after it aired, they did have a concert together where everyone then saw her and Jaru kind of hugging. But she was like, "How they talked about it. They squashed it." She did say to him, "Like, listen, you could have spoken a lot more. You really had. You could have said a lot more." Um, and so she was like, "With Jaru on, on that, that's her brother. They're good. They're fine." Mm. But, and then he asked her if Irv has reached out to her. And she said, no, he hasn't. But she said, you know what? It's a thing where if he does reach out and he reaches out, reaches out to her properly, she'll be willing to have a conversation to get an apology. But until then, she's not paying him any mind. And it is what it is. But essentially, in my words, what he did was pathetic. And that's basically what she was saying. Um, and, I, and I commend her for that because, you know, it's just no need, man. There's just no need. I think the craziest part is that I think he's still married. So you're doing all this tour talking about stuff like that, in the process you're disrespecting your wife, regardless of whatever truth it is, you're disrespecting your wife. And there's so much, I think Murder Inc. Is, was such a great contributor to, to music. Mm. You didn't need to come with the mess yeah. for a documentary. Like, that wasn't necessary, do you get what I mean? But um, it just shows some people want clout. You can have all the money, but some people still crave fame and they'll get it in any way they want. But yeah, my next bit of news, child. Mm -hmm. Brent did a poll earlier. Brent, do you remember what the result was? It was about Kanye, and uh, if we were going to talk about just Kanye, read it. <clears throat> uh, do you think we're going to cover Kanye's recent misfortune? Thirty-seven percent said your TDA, you must. Mm -hmm. Um, thirty percent said I'm here for whatever y'all choose. Uh, nineteen percent said Iman is still breathing, so yes. <laughs> and twelve percent say don't you dare. Yeah, I've always said that Iman is still breathing, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sad to the don't you dare people, I will, I will have to talk about it. Just because I think this is just, it's just wild at this point. So obviously yesterday I reported how, you know, um, who is it? Balenciaga, Vogue, everyone basically, his marketing agency, his, um, apparently his lawyer as well has now left him as well, like, a lot of people are basically just separating themselves from this man. I was even reading with his Donda, um, with the sports side of Donda, a couple of the athletes as well have um, said, you know, thank you very much. Um, thank you for all you've done, but um, we can't stand with this. So basically yesterday there was a post by, her name is Sarah Kami, and she's actually the director of trade marketing Adidas, right? And she basically put up a, a post and she said, coming off of the Adidas Global Week of Inclusion, I am feeling anything but included. As a member of the Jewish community, I can no longer stay silent on behalf of the brand that employs me. Not saying anything is saying everything. It's been 14 days since Kanye started spewing anti-Semitic rhetoric and Adidas has remained quiet, both internally to employees as well as externally to our customers. We have dropped Adidas athletes for using steroids and being difficult to work with but are unwilling to denounce hate speech. The perpetuation of dangerous stereotypes and blatant racism by one of our top brand partners. We need to do better as a brand. We need to do better for our employees and we need to do better for our communities. 
until Adidas takes a stand, I will not stand with Adidas. So essentially, this is before they actually announced that they dropped Kanye. And I believe this is one of the things that made them drop Kanye. So basically, they had a lot of people coming at them for not doing anything. And then the news came out that they did drop them. So part of what they said was, you know, the company has taken the decision to terminate the partnership with Ye immediately, end production of Yeezy branded products and stop all payments to Ye and his companies. Adidas will stop the Adidas Yeezy business with immediate effect. And one of the things that was very interesting as well was they had to add there how, you know, it was they were going to suffer financially. So they said, this is expected to have a short-term negative impact of up to 250 million euros on the company's net income in 2022, given the high seasonality of the fourth quarter. I don't know what they wanted us to do with that information. I don't know if they wanted <laughs> us to, to get some sympathy votes, but we don't really care, Adidas. Oh, Adidas taking Yeezy's off the shelf. Sorry? Adidas taking Where's the microphone? Oh, shit. Sorry. I lost it. I yeah, lost they, it, so brother. they've stopped immediate production. They've stopped everything. Also, an employee of... Yeah, but they're not making no more, but are they selling the old ones that they still got? No, I don't think so. Well, we'll, we'll get there, I think. So let me... Oh, yeah, let me, yeah, get there. So basically, the last paragraph of the um, thing, it did say, Adidas is the sole owner of all design rights to existing products, as well as previous and new colorways under the partnership. More information will be given as part of the company's upcoming third quarter earnings announcement on November the 9th, 2022. What I think they're going to do is they're going to take the name Yeezy out of everything because yeah. he basically owns Yeezy name. Mm -hmm. He's trademarked it. Do you get what I mean? He owns that trademark. So the same way they kind of did their own, they started to do their own designs and colorways that he never approved anyway. I think they're going to sell the stuff, but they might, they're just going to take, it's just not going to be called Yeezys anymore. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be something. I think they're still going to try and make money from what yeah. they're doing basically. Um, so yeah, and I know that also someone reported that Foot Locker sent an email to all their shops to say everything off, like right now, take everything off the shelves. We're not selling that anymore at the moment. Um, and it's just ironic because when he went on Drink Champs, you guys that watched it can let me know, but I've definitely seen the clips too. And he said that Adidas can't drop him, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think though, because remember again, last month I was talking about how he wants, he was begging, dying for it to be dropped by them. So I reckon he kind of did this on purpose mm. to get dropped by them. Oh, yeah. And also, I think the thing on Drink Champs as well, he did that on purpose to kind of, I guess to kind of call the bluff. He knew they were going to drop him. He knew. But he did the whole, they're not going to drop me because, you know, they can't blah, 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 whatever reasons he gave, knowing that they were going to drop him anyway. Um, so yeah, so I think we've already this as well. No one's really like, yay, good job because it's like you had to be called out and you've waited like two weeks mm. of all this foolishness for you to then act basically and then his best buddy Candice Owens she of course had to get had to get um, involved and to an extent I don't agree with her at all because I don't think there's words come out of my mouth but I think I get what so basically some black people at the moment are like this is interesting because when, because so also some black people are like, yeah, not buying Yeezys anymore, blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, that's interesting because when he said slavery was a choice, you didn't stop buying Yeezys after that. You saw even online complaining about, you know, how um confirmed sell gives these trainers to bots and not to you guys. And when he said, you know, George Floyd's death was, you know, mm -hmm. was whatever it was, you guys weren't upset then. But now that he's, you know, said other stuff that affects 
other people, other communities, other yeah. communities you guys are now, yeah, now, now we're boycotting. It's like, black people, come on, man. Sorry, who's you lot? Are you saying that black people are only saying they're not going to wear Yeezys because he's been anti-Semitic? There are some black people now who are saying yes, because the other black people are coming at them and saying, yeah, but where was this energy when he said slavery was a choice and when he um, insulted George Floyd's family? So I, I guess it's my echo chamber. Mm. I saw people saying they ain't supporting him anymore after he said that he didn't die from a knee on his neck. Okay. I'm seeing more people kind of asking questions uh, pertaining to why everybody is now cancelling him mm. because he said something anti-Semitic and not because he said something that was um, damaging to the black community. Yeah. I, I don't see what you guys are seeing you're seeing. Yeah, I think it might be my timeline, babes. Right, cool. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen people like, because like Kanye's being cancelled left, right and centre, they're like, oh yeah, Kanye's really done like boycotting Yeezys. But then people are saying, even if you did feel this way before, you've never voiced it. It's, so it's a bit coincidental that you're only voicing it now that you're seeing that he's kind of publicly cancelled. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Well, if it's a, a grand master plan, then, Manuel, you can probably speak to this. Um, maybe he has something good in, in the works, right? Because somebody, so. <laughs> <laughs> somebody asked a question. Somebody asked a question. Let me see. L's, L's, L's. Uh, I think it's one of the woke or joke uh, questions. In regard to the poll, I'm not a Kanye fan, mm. uh, but boy, what if he has done all of this so that he can get cancelled on purpose to get out of every contract mm. to do for self as he's a billionaire? And then he posed it to you, Emmanuel. Oh, well, if he did, then he's, he's a brilliant man. All right, okay. 100%, because I'm, I'm all about doing for self. All right, so basically going through the whole George Floyd didn't die... From a I, I don't I don't know how that one works. How that fits <laughs> because because I don't know because that was part of his journey, right? Yeah, but but that would kind of make it a bit harder for the yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so excluding that part, excluding that. All right, part, okay. Yeah, excluding yeah. excluding the important part. No, but in, in term, it's important, but it doesn't. Um, it doesn't have the, to him. the same effect of yeah. him looking to get out of deals of that deals. he has with yeah. people who happen to be Jewish. Exactly. All right. Okay. Exactly. Mm. But um, yeah, so his buddy in crime, in foolishness, not even in crime, in foolishness, Candice Owens, she basically then went on a whole rant, basically um, talking about this whole cancellation and him being dropped by everyone. Guys, follow me. It is a bit of a read, but if I can do it, you can too. So as a company, Adidas has every right to to sever ties with whomever, whomever. That said, they better pay. They better pay. Yay. We are not going to witness. And I find it's funny when people say we. Candice just say you and Kanye are not going to witness Kanye not being paid but anyway she says we are not going to witness Ye's intellectual property be stolen and his life bankrupted while being told black people need to shut up about it or suffer the same consequence yep. too many black okay I don't need no co-signing thank you very much Brent please mute his mic <laughs> too many black celebrities in my inbox telling me that they believe what is happening to Ye is wrong but they are scared to speak out because executives are telling them to stay out of it. Livelihoods are being threatened right now over association. This is wrong. Corporate messaging over the last four years has been that every black feeling is valid because black lives matter, even though that resulted in our neighborhoods being destroyed. Now, those same corporations are telling black talent to shut up or lose everything they have. I do not like black people that have helped to build corporations having their entire lives threatened over comments that they 
they themselves did not make. What is happening to black commentators, podcasters and radio hosts, I should call them out by name, but I won't, is wrong. You definitely can't call people out. Don't, don't do that. I similarly have been threatened by a gang of people warning me that unless I say this or do that or condemn this, they will come from my platform as well and smear me as an anti-Semite. I do not take kindly to threats. Black people talk about killing one another, approved for the airwaves. Black people talk about aborting the offspring, approved for the airwaves. Black Sorry. people, <laughs> please. <laughs> black man. I feel like I'm in church. I'm just hearing truth here. But it's all right. Go well, on. we know the kind of churches you go to. <laughs> black, <laughs> black people are associated with yay, not approved. We are saying nothing and are being attacked and threatened. Then she actually got a DM from someone who said, you're an anti-Semite on following you. And she said, bye, Rachel. I'm not going to be baselessly smeared. As I said, I have been attacked and smeared for two weeks and I've had enough. She said, for two full weeks, people have been in my DMs, threatening me, calling me names and telling me what I must do or say and how I must do or say it or else. Or else what? Nobody owns Candice Owens. I'm not a circus performer. You do not tell me what I have to do or else you get to basically smear me as an anti-Semite. Am I saying this right? Anti-Semite? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a threat. Factually speaking, I have not done or said anything that can be even remotely interpreted as anti-Semitic. And yet I am being threatened and smeared as many as are many others. I'm speaking up for the many others. I literally had someone send me an article about a Jewish person that was attacked in LA and they told me there was blood on my hands. I'm sorry. What the hell? Everyone in Hollywood has the same figurative gun to their heads at this moment. Make a statement against yay or else. This is like posting a black square to prove you're not racist. I did not publicly post a black square back in 2020. That did not make me a racist. I have not issued a public statement against yay. That does not make me anti-Semite. Anti anti -Semite. Um, and then someone called her a Nazi and she said... They are now calling me a Nazi. As I said, this harassment has been going on for two weeks. It is not just happening to me, but to other black podcasters. While she has got some form of points, um, I just don't think anyone cares to hear what she's got to say. Can you, um, or with help from Emmanuel, point out the points that she's making that are solid? I think that for me, I don't... The point for me is that I wish black people had the same energy when people say stuff that's against us. Like, I wish we could band together the way the Jewish community, community do, that they do not accept disrespect, you get what I mean? And I wish we could, we could do that as well. Because for me, seeing black people coming out, speaking against Kanye for this, after they ignored the harmful things he's done, when a White Lives Matter t-shirt, um, slavery is a choice, um, George Floyd's family, seeing them ignore all that other stuff is wild to me. So when you say you're seeing place, them though. ignore the other stuff, are you talking about Emmanuel? I mean, the shoe fits Cinderella. Is that what you mean? Like, do you mean like, is Emmanuel one of those people? No, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of black people basically vexed that he's done this stuff. But you're yeah, saying that they're ignoring it. I, I don't understand. Because they didn't cancel Kanye for that. But People are jumping on the cancellation bandwagon now because they can see that he is getting cancelled globally. Who's they didn't cancel Kanye? Who's they? You're talking about the, the blacks about, in Hollywood? I'm talking about people that did not cancel Kanye for this but now have come out to speak against him. Yes. It's because, it's because he's being cancelled from the higher-ups. Yeah, but for me, I, I think that's... 
Like if you if you didn't agree with Kanye on anything he did, yeah. you should have been make that made that known earlier. Yeah. But now that like you're being you're seeing that the higher ups are doing it, mm. it's just, the timing it's is just not. Can I say something? Can I say something? Because yeah. the black people you're saying that they don't do this or they don't they pick or choose what they want to care about or when it like black people as a community don't have the power. It's not just power. It's not wait, 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 wait. It's not just the power. Mm. You realize that yeah, well, he's in business with certain people. He's not in business with black owned mm-hmm. people, right? So if he was, if all of these contracts were with massive black owned companies mm-hmm. and he did what he did with um, suggesting that George Floyd didn't die um, from a foot on his neck, mm. he would have been removed. Do you understand? But mm-hmm. he's in business with people who are not black. Okay. And they've said, no, sorry, 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 sorry. You can't be running this. Whilst it is that you are partners with us, we are going to remove this. That's all it is. Let me ask you yeah, but right. even 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 more so than that, though, yeah. Obviously, that the higher, higher ups, if, if, if it's Jewish people that own all the companies and stuff, then they can make the decisions, yeah. But people on base level, on grand level, people are like DMing her, calling her anti-Semitic and whatnot, whatnot. That's not higher up. That's just the Jewish community and the normal people. But I'm saying they will speak with so much vim because they know their community have the power to make these changes and to change people's careers and lives because they can stop it. Whereas the average black person, I don't think they're going to come with that much of him because their talks just twit, just tweets and shit. Like it's not, it's, they don't actually have the means to, to, to do anything about it. I, I still don't understand. I think, yeah, Kanye's been saying, foolishness he's been saying, and people have been saying, and th- again, this only applies to people who have now just cancelled him because the masses, because higher ups are doing it, right? Mm-hmm. When he's doing all the other stuff that is offensive to black people, he's a genius. Let's wait for the process. So you're, you're, you're talking strictly to Manuel, right? Because you're talking to me and you're talking to Marks, right? It's Emmanuel you're talking to, right? I don't know why that's necessary I think, in this conversation. Are you talking about black people who have come out to cancel Kanye to say, you know, I'm not buying Yeezys no more, I'm not listening to music because he's now being dropped by all these companies. But where was the same energy when he was saying stuff against yeah. us? Yeah, that's what yes. I'm talking about. So I'm, yeah, for me... Right. Yeah, so I, that's why I have an issue with. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that they shouldn't stand against what he's been saying. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But for me, I'm just like, why do you have so much vim? Be- I think it's because, for example, I saw a post by Fabio. Okay. Uh, foreign. He um, put out something on his story saying, oh, I support Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's essentially severing ties with Kanye and saying, yeah. I don't agree. Even because obviously they've collabed recently, innit? Yeah. A few times. So he's basically mm-hmm. saying, I don't agree with anything he's saying. Yeah. I love Jewish people. Mm-hmm. So he's essentially distancing himself from Kanye. Yeah. But he didn't do that, like you're saying, when Kanye yeah. said what he said about George Floyd, what he said about yeah. Savior was a choice. But yeah. because he's being counseled by people who can essentially take away Fabio's career, yeah. he's petrified now because, yeah. okay, he's messing with, yeah. okay, exactly. they made us completely ties. But when it's stuff to do with us, yeah. we mm-hmm. just leave it alone. That's ex- And that's yeah. exactly why I have an issue with. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I have an issue with. Because I think, yes, we might not have power in society and whatever, whatever, but I just think that this is part of why black people get disrespected the way we do because we don't have, if we because we don't have the energy when we need to have energy. Do you get what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we just we allow so much foolishness and make so much excuses. But when our careers then you know being threatened, is that a problem that we're looking out for ourselves? Because Kanye West is looking out for himself right now, so Fabio is looking out for himself. So is that the problem? Um. I think for me the timing just doesn't sit right with me. I I, I think that you could. I just think for me it's weird that you just stayed silent 
on stuff that affects your people. And then now you're speaking up. I don't know if I'm not making sense here, but it's just no, weird no, to me. You're making sense to me. It's weird to me. That is very weird. To, granted, your career, I, I get that if you want to do for self, that's fine. If you want to look out for your career, that's fine. But at the same time, you could have denounced what he's foolish that did. And then you'd be like, but you know what? And this is why I, I, I dropped him during when he said that about, about black people, when he said about George Floyd. You know what? Because they don't, essentially, because obviously it's all about money. Yeah. Father's looking at it like, okay, cool. This could fuck up my bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence why he's making that declaration to say, yeah. I'm for Jewish people. I'm not rocking with Kanye. Yeah. It's about money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about money. It's true. Because even when I think about, um, if I'm not wrong, when Norway came out after the after Drink Champs and, and he went on this, you know, this tour, yeah. talking about, you know, he was drunk and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But when the George Floyd thing came as an after, it wasn't, it wasn't, that wasn't the reason why he was like, nah, yeah. I'm sober now. And yeah. that was complete foolishness. Because yeah. I remember, I can't remember, I think it was when he was in Breakfast Club. And like, yeah, the George Floyd, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I can't even believe he said, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's an afterthought. Black people, our community, things that affect our community is an afterthought yeah. to us. And that's wild. Yeah, when things affect your bottom line, which is essentially your finances, that's yeah. when you start to, you know, move in certain ways. But yeah. when, when it's to do with our people, I believe for the most part, yeah, you care with your heart and it's, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all good. But ultimately, you're not willing to die on that hill. But mm -hmm. when it comes to your money and your career, and you're dying and that happened. Yeah. Um, and is are we all within our rights to to do that? Some may say so, mm. but again, maybe have some balance. I don't know. And and this 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 is why I say this. I feel like I said this to everybody that I've spoken to about Kanye West. This is what I think personally, right? Personally, makes him so frustrating is the fact that he's gonna say something that's that you need to hear, but he's gonna bring it with some nonsense. And and as human beings, we hear the nonsense. Yeah. 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 And as human beings, we hear the nonsense and all we fixate is on the nonsense. The man was speaking truth in many parts of these elements that he was um, coming out, many parts of these interviews that he was talking about. And I think all of this evidence is it. Black people have no power. We're slaves to other, other communities. That's the reality of it. Mm. We're slaves. When, when um, Brent, you're saying, oh, the reason why, at least from your perspective, right? correct, me, correct me if I'm wrong, um, the reason why black people ain't do certain things because they're not in like contract with Kanye West, right? Yeah. What can Black. you take away from him if they have no contract with him? Cool. But uh, Jewish people are getting black people to, to, to go against him for being a, for saying anti so-called anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric, right? Are you talking about the people that they are in contract with also? Because if, if you work in a particular building, um, mm -hmm. work for a particular company, you have rules that you have to live by. If you break yeah. those rules, your contract is terminated. Fine. This is the same thing I'm seeing it as. Cool. They just happen to be Jewish. My qu my question is this though, right? Because it's clear, right? And we're seeing it. Again, you're seeing, as Candice Owens is saying, you're seeing uh, her getting messages from black people saying, yo, speak out against Kanye West. That's coming from somewhere. So Jewish, the Jewish community, people who are offended by his rhetoric, right? Are getting, are saying it themselves as well as getting black people to talk against Kanye West, to openly denounce this guy. When he talks about black people, slavery was a choice, George Floyd died from fentanyl, do you think there were black people asking Jewish people to speak out against him? And do you think Jewish people were speaking out I, against I him? I do believe, yes, I do believe that they were atting the businesses that he had um, contracts with and pointing them to the message, 100%. Were they speaking out and cancelling him? Again, this kind of happened in the same time period. Huh? He, 
did his anti-Semitic um, rant in the same kind of period when it is that he had no, then no, said... Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm isolating it uh, to speak about the black thing. Because remember, this guy's been you're habitually... Ask, you're asking me to pinpoint everybody who basically responds on the internet about stuff? No, I'm asking you to basically look at the situations because Kanye West has done more... To most people, he's done more damage to black people. He's as in he's insulting more black people yes, than anti Yes, and I've right? seen many black leaders speaking out against him. What I'm saying to you is, have do you think Jewish? Because you may not know the answer to this, right? Do you think Jewish people was also adding to those black people to cancel him? Did as, Jewish as people in, care? As as in, I I I can't talk you about can't. Jewish people cool. as a whole, right? Because there are people that he's in contract with, and there are people just like you and me who are online, who care about the perception of what he's doing, right? All they right. care about humanity. And I do believe that there were, there were Jewish people who were looking to basically tell him to stop as black people were looking to tell him to stop. Okay, cool. Just like there were white people looking to tell him to stop. All right, cool. To me personally, it might be because maybe I'm only looking in certain areas, but the amount of black people that are coming out to speak about Kanye West being anti-Semitic does, does not and probably would never ever compete with the amount of Jewish people that come out to talk about um, Kanye West being anti-black. It's difficult for me, Emmanuel. It's difficult for me to basically have any empathy with this particular thing that you're saying. Uh, you're saying that there are certain truths in what he was saying, but it's riddled with a whole set of dangerous rhetoric, right? Yeah. It's difficult for me to have empathy for this guy because he started off by saying what he said regarding black people. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? That's the first port. For me, that's room. You're gone. That's, mm -hmm. that's three strikes because you've done this before. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm seeing it as you are looking to pander to the white people in order to basically get into office, right? I understand, it's only yeah. after that he started saying, I'm going death con three on, yes. on Jewish people. Yeah. And then when you, now when you say that, you're now basically speaking to everybody that you have contracts with, you have agreements with, and you are telling them, please, I am, I am goading you. Do something about this. After that, in my head, you're finished. I understand that, what you're that saying. Does not, that does not distract me from what he said about black people. Mm. That was I, I have no power when, uh, uh, as it pertains to Kanye West. I have none. Yeah. And I have been advocating for people to, to, to focus on the main issue because I am black. I mm -hmm. am melanated. The people I talk to are black and melanated. Yeah. I'm saying, why are you guys there saying he's talking truth and this? He, look at what he said about George Floyd. I'm, I am asking him to focus on what he, the damage that he did with George Floyd. Forget yeah. about anything else because I don't have any contracts with Kanye West. I have no agreements with him. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So it's hard for me to empathize on your point saying he's saying some good stuff. Every single person who's coming out and saying this and next also has particular contracts and dealings with people of, of influence, right? They have contracts with them. And they're saying they're leaning on them 100%. They're okay. saying, hey... If you want to basically keep your job, and this is what you're saying, is a bad thing, right? Mm. It's on that person now to say, I am going to stand and not be influenced by you mm -hmm. and say no. But they also have to agree with Kanye West here. Do you understand? If they why, don't why, agree... Why, why did they have if, to agree? In my head, if, if, you are, um, if you are hired and you're getting paid by a particular entity, mm -hmm. right? And you disapprove with a message that a person's saying, mm -hmm. right? And you, without being prompted, you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? Mm -hmm. Right, and then this person now comes and says, "All right, you are brethren with Kanye West, mm -hmm. right?" And everybody on the timeline, let's say um, whether it's uh, Black America, White America, mm -hmm. or Liberal America, whatever it is, it's now time for everybody to not uh, um, not back this particular racist rhetoric. Yes, so mm -hmm. 
because you have um, influence, you need to go and do such and such. They're, they can decide whether to do it or whether not to do it. It's their decision. Yes? Again, that's part of the conversation I don't even care about because that hasn't been asked of me. Right? If you ask me, would I basically move off the back of that? I would tell you, no, I wouldn't. Because I was vexed in the first place with this. Don't come and make me go and say that and, and say you're going to pull my... You pull it. Pull it. <laughs> but that's me. That's but, me. But, but, Everybody else isn't like that. Fine. They're, 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 they're the types of uh, blacks that are like, no, 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 no. I'm good here. Yeah. I'm good here. I want to basically keep this. And mm-hmm. well, I, they have the choice to do that. That Brett, um, Emmanuel, I'm allowing them yes. the choice to pick their family, their livelihood, Above all of that. that. Of course. I ain't going yeah. to get onto them uh, because of that. Yeah. I'm more focused on let us build up what it is that we have here. Let us um, get to the point I, where it I, is I, that we will not allow other black people to, to tear us down based on what it is that um, their self-interests are. That's my, that's, that's, that's my steez. Fantastic. I'm agreeing with you, right? But I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about how you feel about George Floyd and him talking about George Like I said from the beginning, we know this guy talks, he, he's an habitual talk about nonsense um, guy. That's what he does. But what I'm talking about is the, the nuggets of truth. And the nuggets of truth to me are becoming apparent as the days go by, which is what I was trying to say before and highlight, right? That when it comes to the trauma of black people, Jewish people, white people, the Chinese, every other people, right? They don't care. They don't care. We have to do for self. And because our voice don't do enough, we still don't do, like we basically get nowhere, right? But when it's other people, they will cancel that black person and they will get black people to cancel that person too. And that's a problem to me. That's basically, that's all I'm talking about. And he's highlighting it here. Why are people holding that candy song and saying, oh, cancel Ye, speak out against Ye? For what? For what? When, when Nick Cannon said, oh, you, um, um, the so-called anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic things he said about Jewish people. In fact, Again, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but I don't remember, again, it might be selective memory, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I don't remember Nick Cannon saying anything anti-Semitic. I know we had Professor Griff on the show, and he was the main guy they were accusing of anti-Semitism, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. They came out and spoke um, about um, uh, Nick Cannon. They cancelled the guy. Mm-hmm. Puff Daddy came out and said, this is why we need to have our own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, you got a home here on a black station, revolt, this, that, and the third. Now people are pressurizing Diddy to get rid of cancel, um, to, to, to um, drop down, to get rid of the Drink Champs um, video, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is the video still up? What type of real power is there at Revolt? What type of real power is there? And like you said, why? Because we've got contracts with people. People who can, again, it's... It wasn't Diddy that pulled it. It was, um, um, what's his name? Is, is, does Diddy own Revolt? Yeah, um, does he own all of it or... I heard, well, as far as I'm concerned, he, 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 he owns, That's what he I thought it. too. It's, it's, it's Again, if, if, if we're wrong, Somebody cool. told me different. If, if we're wrong, I'll be the first person to apologize to um, okay. Mr. Puff Daddy, right? Cool. No, but Mr. Puff. 100%. He's my senior. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Cool. Yeah. So, again, all of this talk sounds good. Come to mm-hmm. the Black Nation. Uh, co- sorry, come to the Black um, Network. Yeah. This, that, and the third. We'll protect you. You can say what you want to say. Obviously, we're not condoning hate speech. Yeah. I also want to make that clear. But when. Again, this, one right, could one, wait, wait, wait. One, one could say he has some type of hate speech against George Floyd. One could say yeah. that, but nobody cared. Yeah. That wasn't Nori's uh, main thing. Yeah. Rosenberg wasn't questioning him mainly on those type of things. There, mm-hmm. to, I think what you're, are you trying to say? If there was no anti-Semitic hate speech on that episode, that thing would still it, be up there now. The George Floyd stuff, yes, it would still, yeah, still be up there Facts. now. Yeah. 
still be up there now. So and I, black people are behind getting rid of it. Can I and ask a question? Him. Would you cancel Kanye if the anti-Semitism wasn't um, interwoven into this whole thing? I personally don't believe in canceling anybody. So uh, that goes across the board. I, I'm not for cancel culture. That's me personally. That's not answering my question. It is. Would you prefer if um, his livelihood is affected by what he said regarding George Floyd and the internet? Again, I, I don't like those type of things. Okay, that doesn't sound Do right. Do you to think me. he should be reprimanded? Um, should, should we should we sit him down in a private place and discipline him? And talk to him? Yes, hundred. So it's reform. Yes, huh? it's always reform. Yes. If you can, all right, cool, cool. to some degree. All right. if you so feel like if he continues to do it, because it. as you said, he has a pattern of doing this mm -hmm. thing. If he cut, sorry. Um, initially, the um, the person who asked you a comment, yeah, was suggesting that we should have this particular type of power where if something happens within our um, uh, people, we should have the power to basically say and uh, remove this guy, stop this guy from doing such and such. Do you believe in that sentiment? So I said that again, Brent. If if that as in black people should have the power to remove who? The people who destroy what we are planning to build within the black community. Yes, we should have that power. And, and why should we have that power? So that people can respect us. And what does that look like? It looks like whatever whatever it is. If somebody comes here and we see an ounce of disrespect, right? Talking bad about black people, black women, black men, black children, black family, black anything. We, we we basically reprimand them, get rid of them. No, but what does the reprimand look like? It depends. It depends on, on the nature of that relationship um, with them. Let's just take Kanye's example. Okay, cool. So Kanye West is talking bad about black people. Is that your example? The, the same thing that has happened and the, the, uh, some Jewish people have said, we have cancelled contracts with you. The same the same um, situation in which we're talking about. But, so so who, what should who, we, if we were in that position, what yeah, but, would you do? But again, that's what I'm trying to make clear. Am I somebody who owns Twitter, for example, or am I somebody in yes, contract? Yes, we have, we have wait, 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 wait. Yes. Am I somebody who has a contract with Kanye West and I, I'm Adidas, for example? Take both who examples. So the Twitter where he's spouting his stuff and then also the contract that he has with these... Uh, um, okay, let me people. try and answer this generally just as, to fit everything. Personally, I will sit down with this black man and I'll try to figure out where this guy's head is at, right? And I'll try to see to myself, look, is this guy misinformed what is this is this bloody mental health is this this or is he a bloody idiot that's against black people if he's against black people then discard him with all the other races out there that's against black people i will not do business with him that's my answer so you would stop him from earning no i'm not stopping him from doing anything with other people you said you wouldn't do business with me him. personally if i own adidas i'm not doing business with him because he's so you would cancel his contract I would, yes, personally, All right, cool. yes. Thank you, thank you. All right, would so, I ask other people to do it? No, for, I, no I won't do And that. that's your issue, the fact that they're asking other people to do it, yes? And the fact that people are doing it. All right, would you basically, because um, with the black community, when it is that you have this particular quote-unquote Black Wall Street, you'll have an agreement between all of you, all right? Because you'll need to be unified in order to push the, the general consensus forward, yes? Depends. N no, I don't, I don't. It's it's hard for me to ask you this question if it is that you don't. No, but, but I can't, if I can't. If, if you don't. Imagine the place in which it is I'm taking you. Okay, cool. If if that's the case, then fine. But I don't want you to put me in a box that I wouldn't, that I don't agree let me, exists let me, in real let me, life. Let, if I do that, then just say I'm answering the okay. question. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. So what, what we plan to do with New Black is yes. trying to get a lot of people together, you know, to basically um, push the, the black consciousness forward, the black uh, prosperity. Yes. All of that, yes? For it's, black, it's real, real black freedom 100%, for black people. But it, 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 Not puppets. 100%. But cool. again, it's a group of people sharing the same vision, yes? Yes. So we should 
be aligned with one particular yeah. yes right yeah so if this guy is damaging the entire mission mm-hmm. what would you do as a group what would you suggest that everybody does as a group in order for it to be um aligned okay so so i can properly answer this i need to understand you right so as a group as tmb right we may for example not work with him right cool i am not going to telephone um uh, I don't know Are they something over there At another business I'm not going to, to Call um, Bill This At another business I'm not going to Ask other people To cancel him okay. That's not what I'm going to do Because personally He offended me And I don't like it And I'm going to try And teach him mm-hmm. that When you say offended you As in He affected I... uh, He affected me And the other people In TB. Because as a group right? In, in this sense In this particular situation He's yeah. offended The entire um, Black cause Right yeah, but still, I'm not going to send a message to, to people to right, say cancel I've, him. I've heard what you've said, so I, I would take what you said. Now, right, cool. you had asked before who owns um, Revolt, yes? Mm-hmm. So it's it's founded by Sean Combs and Andy uh, S-C-H-U-O-N. S-C-H. Say that again, sorry? S-C-H-U-O-N. U-O-N. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, gonna to type that into Google and see where, where he it comes looks from. Like. Yeah. yeah, where he comes from. Yeah. Mm. Longest word on word we ever did. <laughs> the one topic of the day. What does the man look like? The me one. Okay, you could Google yourself. People, people, people. <laughs> <laughs> can you put a picture. Oh no, <laughs> yourself. Would this get blocked? Huh? We can't have this channel blocked. So if it's everyone yeah, Google themselves. I'm just, yourself, I'm just man. letting you know. If I had a business, I'm protecting my business What's and his its name? interests. What's the guy's name again? Andy. Andy. S C H U O N. U O N. Let's see images. Well, that will do it. Let's. Um, All right, we can push on. Let's get into people's journal. That will do it. I need to look at this. Journal, I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. And while I do that, I'm looking for Diddy's own um, partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, the so. picture's on the, on the live. Oh, was it? You put it there? Yeah, yeah. I did. All right, let me... Uh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Sounds good one, right? black people. Good one, black people. If you want something... No, for good your... one. No, <laughs> 100%. No, sorry, it's the way you've looked up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I need to control myself. Let me relax, man. Let me just do... You just was like... Because it seems as though... Yeah. No, go on, go on. No, I'll just go off on it. It'll become left news again. Right. I'll just be going. So now it's like, you know, I'm recording. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> ben, tap me when I'm about to go. Somewhere. Yeah. Can you just send to yourself, please, Max? <laughs> Sorry, boy. Let's go. No, no, I'm joking. Um, yeah. All it is is, again, some people, I think black people, if if I can, if I'm in any position, yeah. right, if you people care about anything I say, right? Mm-hmm. Learn to eat the fish and spit out the bones. Eat the fish, spit. Okay. Yeah, just just learn to do that. No one's perfect. No one. You're not going to agree with everyone. Mm-hmm. They're going to say some foolishness every now and again, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes, you know what I'm saying? A broken clock is right twice a day, and sometimes someone's going to leave some jewels for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I believe he's left some jewels here. He said, "Yes, he, it he was in Kanye. Uh, yeah, Kanye West, right?" Okay. It's been in amongst some dog mess. It has been there, right? <laughs> okay. But again, the sun is glistening and there's something shining there. And people need to take real notice of what's going on here. 
black people, again, we're staying in the slavery position. Can you know, I? Don't the issue, sorry. The only issue is, Iman, people are going to respect the ones who cut off the water, innit? If you know who cuts off the water, yeah. then you're mm. gonna you're gonna refrain from pissing off those people. Yeah, that's just the reality of life, isn't it? Yeah, like it is what it is. Like yeah. it's 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 a sad reality. But yeah. if you know who cuts off the water and you and you've seen how they cut the water off, like you've seen what they've done to certain people, innit? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's it. Do you 100%. feel so? Obviously, what do you think? Because obviously, when we first had this conversation, you said there was a bigger picture here that Kanye was trying to make us see. So, what do you think that bigger picture is now? No, no, I didn't say there was. I was saying okay. there may be. There may be, okay. Yeah, that's what I was But do you think saying. there is, now that a lot more has happened, okay, do you think so there is? I don't think necessarily there was a big picture. I, I think the picture was clear. And I think it was from the beginning, which okay. is that we are in a position where um, we have to pander to people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you guys mm -hmm. saying that Kanye West is selfish in the sense that yeah. he's only complaining because it's affected him. Yeah. But my thing is still that it's affected him, yes, and it can affect us also. So yes, he's being selfish. You know, he's only vocalizing it because it's affecting him now, mm -hmm. right? But so what if he's only vocalizing it now because it's affecting him? Guys, let's take note because this can affect us also. Again, like I was saying to you, Diddy was quick to say to Nick Cannon, come, on, come home here. Yeah, We've got you. Where did home get Kanye West? Where did home get anybody? Mm. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Do, do you guys, do any of you guys actually wear Yeezys? I swear I asked this before. No, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. But not. No, because, I don't, no, no, because no, of lack of trying. <laughs> not because I'm. I'm on a cancel Kanye thing. I just don't have any by by yeah, by, by chance. Same. So you'd wear them, and it's not because of Kanye. But now, if Adidas keep his design and rebrand it, which they're trying to do because they've took them off all the shelves until further notice, yeah. Yeah. And they're just gonna they're just gonna rebrand them and put them back out there. Would you Would you buy them after that? If they're uh, more available and cheaper, maybe. I don't. I don't. Are they gonna, if they take take his shoes off him, and then he don't get no peas from him no more, and then you are still gonna go and buy those shoes. Honestly, I'm not invested or care to even break it down like that. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't, do, I don't do you know care. Because so basically, before we started filming, I said to um, Eman, yeah, because obviously Candice went. So obviously, so he's not. He's officially not a billionaire anymore because of the Adidas drop, right? And okay. Eman was like, "Oh, that's bad." And I said, "Honestly, Kanye's wealth does not affect me." Kanye losing his wealth for being for saying very foolish things does not affect me. He did not help me pay my bills in the first place. I don't care about his wealth because he hasn't, in my opinion, doesn't. It's not as if he's used his wealth for. Yes, he's you know he helped George. For, I'm, I'm, he probably gives charity to whatever he does. It doesn't affect me personally. So yes, if I like the the colorway of the of whatever Yeezy looking shoes come out, I would buy it. I've currently got Adidas slides that at the time I didn't even know they were copying Yeezys. I have I have the lime and the and the black because they're very very nice looking. So for me, like I'm I'm not thinking about money in his pocket or whatever because for me, I've I've can if we're gonna use the word cancelled, I tuned out Kanye time ago, time ago because of his foolishness on account of what he was doing that was affecting black people. Do you get I me? Mean? Mm -hmm. Heck, even white, even Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. when he did that, I was like, that is the most arrogant thing to ever do to a person. Do you get I me? Mean? So I've been done with this man. So I'm not thinking about. His money. I'm not thinking because I'm sorry, but I don't think Kanye thought about. I told you guys on here. I don't yeah. think he thought about black people, the impact of what his stuff was doing on black people. Yeah. So I'm definitely not gonna think about the fact that he's not earning. If easy, if they come out with it and it's 100 pounds cheaper mm -hmm. and whatever it is, I'm not going to care that this man is no longer a billionaire. I'm not going to care I, I, that he's not getting the money. I, I don't obviously, think it is. Whether, it's, whether, it's, whether it's wrong or right, I don't know 
I haven't stopped wearing my Yeezys. I ain't bought a pair of Yeezys, but I will. Yeah. I would. I would buy some. I haven't. Like nothing Kanye said made me stop. Yeah. Wearing or buying Yeezys or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they if they if they take them from him and he's not part of it no more and they're still trying to capitalize off this man's stuff, I ain't buying those trainers no more. Hundred percent. Why? Because what is this? What are we doing here? Like I just nah, man. Fuck them, man. Like we we can't we can't take we can't look at things and be like oh like again I get that you're disappointed with Kanye West right. But all of this sets a precedent that makes it difficult for you and us as black people overall. No, we, we don't. Are, we are saying it's okay to treat us like this. No, we're not because it's not. Yeah, it's not it's okay. Not. No, but I've been saying it's not okay for Kanye to talk about to use black people's trauma. That's true. For whatever foolishness he's doing. So for me, like for me, yeah, not wearing Yeezys anymore because Adidas is now um, Adidas owns the designs. Because first of all, the, he never even owned the designs. We'll put that out there. He, that man only owned the name. So while he's sitting here doing whatever and going on whatever speech and whatever he's doing. He never really owned Yeezy the mm. way he made it made it out to be. Mm-hmm. And so really and truly, if we're going to go on, when Sway was telling him, no, get to a position where you do own stuff, blah, blah, yeah. he's, he was out here shitting on a man because he had money. He, tell him, he was telling him, you're not running in the same circles I'm running in. We are not of the same class. That's a, that's a black man. Look, if we're going to call a spade a spade, that was a black man looking down on another, another, another black man yeah. because they're not in the same tax bracket. So now that this black man, what he was really, really happy to be like, no, Adidas gave me this opportunity. Adidas, Adidas, Adidas. Mm-hmm. Why now would I take it? Would I start taking paracetamol for his, for his headache when the people that he was glorifying, the white company he was glorifying have now dropped him. So why would I now stand in solidarity with him when he didn't stand in solidarity with black people? For me, that doesn't, I, I that doesn't make I, sense. I, I, because to me, I don't see it as necessarily standing in solidarity and going out on a limb for him. I see it as just understanding the principle, which is that this black man could potentially be exploited. And this that's my problem contract. though. Why didn't we stand in, why didn't we do all of that when he was, he was literally shitting on black people's trauma? But that's what I'm saying. Then we should have. We should have. We, we should have spoke badly about him and told him and made him realise that us as a people, Kanye West, we don't accept this. Do you know what it is? This him? is not right. But then we can't go out and say, yeah, we're still going to buy these crepes, right? Because <laughs> because they look good. I'll be honest the with you. The expense of it is this guy. I'll be honest with you. If Adidas does come out with Yeezys, yeah. but it's not called Yeezys anymore, it's called Ad- the, the sliders I've got called Adi, Adi Let's or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they rename that shit, I'm sorry, I've earned that. Because when Kanye was doing all his foolishness I w- and against black people, mm. I was talking about it. I did not wait for okay. him to offend anybody else for me to call it out. For me, this man has not been for the good of black people when he was wearing MAGA hats, yeah. when he was doing all these other things and teaming up with people and essentially yeah. den- denouncing blackness. So yeah. I cannot be offended and now be like, oh, the white corporations are taking advantage. He's a black man. I can't stand and say the black, white corporations are taking advantage of a black man when that black man took advantage of his black peers. Yeah. Yeah. I can't so do he, that. Yeah, he's, he's done other shit on his resume. It's, it's, it's not just anti-Semitic stuff. So she's not going to say, okay, cool, because he's been dropped by Adidas, mm-hmm. I'm going to you know cancel Adidas. He's also done other stuff to upset her. So, so upset yeah. me, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm gonna go out my way now to get them shoes. I and, hope they do come out. Like you cut. said, you're being more, you're being consistent because you 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 voiced your anger towards him when he was saying these things about black people. Do you so know what? Another thing. Sorry, you know yeah. Saying? Because even if someone is not like me, yeah, when Adidas and the shoes, um, the Yeezys came out, and whatever, yeah. This man knows what black people, in terms of like the socioeconomic reality of black people's pockets, is like, yeah. <laughs> and the price was still what the price was. Yeah. He's making hella um, thingy. Do you remember when he had a fan yeah, come to him with Yeezys to sign? And he said to the fan, oh, these are fake. Mm. Insulted the guy to his face. He did not know what that guy's financial situation. For him, he's just trying to feel as close as he can to Kanye. Someone's music I respect. You're someone who designs blah, blah, blah. Whether, it's fake, whether I knew it was fake or not when I bought it or whatever. For me, this is a way of, feel, of feeling closeness. He embarrassed the guy yeah. and said, oh, 
these are fake. He didn't say these are fake. Here's a here's a here's a real pair. Yeah. These are fake. Sh- just shut on him and 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 again look down on another black mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So any black person who now is like, do you know what? Yes, Adidas is a white corporation, and now they're gonna you know sell this black man's idea mm-hmm. for a discounted price or even the same price when I'm gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're bad. I don't yeah. think it's a I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a disgraceful thing yeah. because the person it'd be different if. It'd just be different if he wasn't doing the things he was doing against black people. And, and this is why I keep saying it. I, this is what I find frustrating about him. Because he makes it so difficult. It yeah. makes it difficult to support this guy. You know what I'm saying? But I think... Me personally, I, I just like to compartmentalize um, in certain situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm able to be like, look, as much as I dislike what he said about George yeah. Floyd, and like you said, how he treated other black people, I'm still able to see... This is how white people remain in that position of um, authority, superiority over us. This is how how, how it happens. Well, you because turn against and turn on each other. No, it's just just in, for example. Um, Remember when he was doing that stuff to Big Sean? Oh, on yeah. a drink champs. What on drink champs? No, now, this is in terms of his music contract and all that kind of and money and all that kind of stuff. I I, I don't know. You have to. Yeah, he was doing the same thing that he complains that um, these quote unquote Jewish people are doing. Mm. Black people. Boy, there, well, there you go. So Again, this is he why did this to himself. This man. is why I said it. He, <coughs> ma- he makes it difficult. You know what I'm saying? He makes it difficult. But I personally, I, I just have a problem with anyone trying to infringe on the freedoms of black people. I hate that with a passion. Even him. I hate it. Everybody, everybody. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what gets to me. That's what gets to me. And that's what I see. And and again, when you see black people banding together, being whipped by other groups, saying go 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 um go and cancel him, go and tell Candice Owens, go and tell everybody to um cancel Ye. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with it. But not all blacks are the same, man. man. Yeah, I know. We're I talking know. about a, a black right yeah. now that isn't the same as your black. So yeah, I can't support all blacks. Sorry, because yeah. some of you all are right, dumb. Cool. <laughs> right. No, I mean again, it makes it difficult. So I understand. I understand where you people yeah. are coming from. But yeah, man, people's doing so, <laughs> the pound hits um, its highest level since before the mini budget, right? Um, again, when um, I think I spoke about this yesterday or two days ago, when this trust basically resigned, um, the pound kind of went up. It's gone up again now that mm-hmm. Rishi is in power. You know what I'm saying? So again, this is this is beautiful. Um, sterling, the sterling surged by 1.9 percent um, uh, to one dollar and almost 15 cents on Tuesday. Which the highest has been since Liz Truss, um, from since before Liz Truss actually took over, before the whole mini budget um, fiasco. So uh, government borrowing costs also fell back to where they were last month. Um, so all of this is just looking real positive for um, Mr. Sunak right now. So it's almost like, look, as long as you don't come out and say something stupid here, or your chancellor says something stupid, um, hopefully things are going to start to mend. Yesterday I was looking at what's that guy's name, the white guy, Martin Lewis. You know the guy who who gives like. Um, Tips on how you can save money, um, the oh, best yeah, interest yeah. rates. You guys should check him out, man, if you've got um, like free time and stuff, right? But him, he was just showing how the effect of the base rate and the interest rates and how all of this correlation, but basically talking about how in recent months, well, this month, the base rate and the actual uh, mortgage rate, the disparity is huge, mm. which still shows that basically a lot of these lenders, these banks are still not sure about which way um, the market is going to go. Mm. And this is why they're kind of reluctant to kind of reduce it, you know what I'm saying? To be in direct correlation with the um, actual base rate that the Bank of England mm-hmm. um, puts out all the time and stuff like that. But hopefully, again, things, you know, get better under Sunak. Um, also, Ukraine. 
a lot of the refugees basically have a desire to return back to Ukraine, like, you know, this winter. You know what I'm saying? They're hoping, you know, especially in certain parts, obviously not in every part. Because the war's still going on. But, um, yeah. But, however, um, the prime minister, well, the deputy prime minister, and, and basically the Russian government are saying as a whole, guys, do not return until spring. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, if you're going to come, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the energy system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with Russian um, Russia attacking us and this, that, and the third, the amount of funds we need for the different things that we need to keep the country afloat, we can't deal with a strain on the energy um, system right now in the country. So basically, they're saying, wherever you're at, please like hold off and stay there for a while, innit? you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Zelensky is also basically calling out and asking for more money again to kind of help with the expected um, budget deficit next year, which they're projecting to be about $38 billion, £33 billion, you know what I'm saying? Um, the IMF uh, basically come out and said, look, Ukraine basically need $3 billion every month to survive the next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if Moscow just keep like hurting them, like keep bombarding them, this, that, and the third, right, then... They may need five billion every month just to to keep it float. You know what I'm saying? So it is it is just kind of still difficult for them at the moment, man. So yeah. Then the last thing I want to talk about is um, is it the last thing? Well, okay, you know, yeah, the kind of the last thing that I want to talk about is basically um, Brugada, which is like a Scottish brewer. Um, they're basically projecting that the average price of a pint of beer could go up to seven pounds, man. This is where they're not gonna have it. The nation. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking things too far now. Yeah, man, it could, it could, um, yeah, it could go up to like seven pounds, man. I don't, I don't, I don't buy a beer like that, innit? So I don't even know how that affects me like that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm assuming that's a very bad thing. Yeah, it's a bad thing. Wait, wait where's Mugs? Mugs there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. That's it. How, how much is a pint of beer, like on average? Oh, I don't know, it's gone up, is it? Uh, it's definitely not seven pounds, right? About no. at least like four. It's like six pounds, something or something, is, is yeah. it? Five, five seven, six seven, I think. What you mean now, or you right, mean right now. normally? Uh, I'm sure normally it's like three, three fifty. Yeah, it's like that was a while ago. Yeah, that was time ago. Three fifty for a pint. No, no, not now, not now. I mean, at like, its normal price, like before inflation, before cost of living crisis. Pre-COVID. I'm not sure. I don't drink beer. I don't. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I, just I drink beer, but I'll be dodging those rounds. I demand them get them. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, they're, they're saying basically it could go up to as much as seven pounds, man. Mm. So yeah, that's not looking good. And last, very last thing, is um, the World Bank is basically saying the energy bill, like governments trying to um, help all their citizens with like the energy bill is basically going to be too expensive. So basically just don't think it's possible. Long story short. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not really brilliant news. But again... Um, I guess we can kind of see that happening anyway, because from when um, the new chancellor's come in, Sunak again has come in, um, they've said they they only want to put a cap on the energy bill in this country up until April. So that lets you know they can't afford it. This trust was talking about two years. You know what I'm saying? Two years. Yeah, well, we see how her term ended. You know what I'm saying? And and all of that would have been done from borrowing, which doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Again, I've, I've spoken about borrowing and why I don't agree with it. But, um, but yeah, they, they're really trying to... Um, Really, just be realistic, which is, which is a commendable thing, man. But again, all of us are going to pretty much suffer for it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, no good news again today. But um, yeah, that's the end of the People's Journal. All right, well, no good news, but this is Wellness Wednesday, so let's get into it.
<laughs> All right, might as well go from one Wednesday straight into it, isn't it? Because I don't know what, what's going to be next if I if I think it might be the outro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so. gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, people in the, people in the, in the in the chat, I want you guys to tell me the two people, and obviously in the room, the two people um, who said these quotes. Yeah, and I think they're quite pertinent for today's discussion as well. Funny enough. But yeah, the first thing is some people with a certain nostalgia, the worshippers and admirers of the colonial system, cherish and nurse its structures instead of smashing them. This is typical of a mentality in bondage to decadent values, negative values, counter-revolutionary values. Uh, Kanye, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. He doesn't speak that good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say that again. So some people with a certain nostalgia, the worshippers and admirers of the colonial system, cherish and nurse its structures instead of smashing them. This is typical of a mentality in bondage to decadent values, negative values, counter-revolutionary values. And the next quote, which is by the same person, of all the things we have done, the most important, the one that history will record as the principal contribution to our generation, is that we understand how to turn the armed struggle into a revolution, that we realized that it is essential to create a new mentality to build a new society. I'm gonna say that one more time. <laughs> well, no, I'm laughing at something in the, in the group. <laughs> um, of all the things that we have done, the most important, the one that history will record as the principal contribution to our generation is that we, are, is that we understand how to turn the armed struggle into a revolution, that we realize that it was essential to create a new mentality to build a new society. And the last two quotes. Gee, somebody got it. Okay, okay. Good, because I wasn't going to. So, <laughs> love that for you guys. All right, and the last two um, quotes um, are by another great um, Pan-African. That's a clue right there. And he said, Comrades, there's no true social revolution without the liberation of women. May my eyes never see and my feet never take me to a society where half the people are held in silence. I hear the roar of women's silence. I sense the rumble of their storm, and I feel the fury of their revolt. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Okay. You need to stop <laughs> saying things again. <laughs> I thought you would like to hear that one. Go on, go on. Comrades. <laughs> I mean, yo, <laughs> time's ticking. Please, I, I got things to do. <laughs> Wellness Wednesday I'm trying to give you A lot of positivity No All it's right. fine man We shouldn't have talked about Kanye if you wanted Positivity yeah, in my life for real. <laughs> There's no true Social revolution Without the liberate, liberation Of women May we May my eyes Never see And my feet Never take me To a society Where half the people Are held in silence I hear the roar Of women's silence I sense the rumble Of their storm And feel the fury Of their revolt And the last quote is He who feeds you Controls you I don't think I Bro. need to repeat that. No, you do not. <laughs> he who feeds you controls you. That's that... saying, women, be submissive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Get into the headlines. This is taking a... <laughs> it's taking a turn. I don't like where we're going. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, yeah, first, just wanted to say um, the two people that said it were Samora Michelle and also Thomas Sankara. Okay. These are two Pan-Africanists, um, former presidents, or Mozambique and Burkina Faso. All right. Both were killed. They asked you to um, put this in the community for them. Okay, cool. And if you don't know, join our community, community.thenewblack.com. Download the app when it prompts you to. 
And yeah, Iman will do that for you. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll do. All right, so the headline. The human rights campaigner Peter Taschel has been stopped by police in Qatar while staging a protest against the Gulf state's criminaliz criminalization of the LGBTQ plus people. Tatchel's protest outside the National Museum of Qatar in the capital Doha comes less than a month before the start of the FIFA World Cup, which is expected to attract 1.2 million visitors from around the world. Reuters reported that two uniformed police officers and three plainclothes officials arrived at the scene, taking possession of his placard and photographing Tatchel's passport and other papers and those of a man accompanying him. Reuters said police left after shaking hands with Tatchel, who remained on the sidewalk. Tatchel said he and his colleague Simon Harris, who filmed the protests, were arrested and detained at the scene by the Qatari government. Yeah, by the um, sorry, by the police, but the Qatari government have denied this. The veteran campaigner was holding a placard that read, "Qatar's Qatar arrests, jails, and subjects LGBTs to conversion." Hashtag Qatar anti-gay. The Peter Tatchel Foundation said it was the first LGBT plus protest in Qatar or any Gulf state. The incident adds to mounting pressure on Qatar over its treatment of the LGBTQ plus community and migrant workers, as well as other human rights concerns. Qatari law criminalizes both male and female homosexuality, with sentences of one to three years for adults convicted of consensual gay or lesbian sex. Sorry to cut you quickly, yeah? Yep. Because obviously we were talking about um, with Russia and that, and a lot of the sentiment is, boy, you got to respect people's laws and stuff like that, yeah? Is it just the laws that you like? No, it's all laws, man. That's their country's laws. Yeah, I wouldn't go to a country that doesn't allow like certain kind of nudity and then wear a bikini and yeah. then be shocked when I get got. Yeah. They were like that. I think when you go somewhere, you respect you respect the, the country. Yeah, 100%. No, I'll just, I'll just check in. I'm not saying I agree with anything or anything. I'll just ask. Nah, because you, you're trying to start something, but you didn't expect that to <laughs> so let me say what, what I said, did you? <laughs> Um, and the next headline, uh, trigger warning here, and this is about breast cancer hitting black women harder. Mm. So researchers in the US have found a genetic link between people with African ancestry and, a, and an aggressive type of breast cancer. They hope their findings will encourage more black people to get involved in clinical trials in a bid to improve survival rates for people with the disease. Laverne Font-Leroy, who's a 53-year-old African-American from New York, said, I never thought I had anything to worry about. They just told me I had breast cancer. Most people that I know that have had breast cancer didn't survive. So, of course, I was devastated and was very scared. Laverne, Laverne led a healthy lifestyle. She ate well and exercised regularly. But in January, not long after her birthday, she received a diagnosis that left her feeling confused and afraid. Mm -hmm. Laverne found out that she had triple negative breast cancer. It's a less common type of disease, of the disease, but it grows quickly and it's more likely to spread. It's more likely to return as well and has the worst survival outcome of all breast cancers. Because it lacks three types of receptors found, um, basically the other forms of medication for those, for like the more common um, breast cancer, for example, doesn't work, doesn't really have any impact mm. on this particular form. And also it's more common in women under 40 and disproportionately affects black women. A study published in the journal, um, in the journal JAMA Oncology, found that black women diagnosed with um, TNBC, which is, like I said, triple negative breast cancer, are 28% more likely to die from it than white women with the same diagnosis. Now a new study has confirmed that there is a definitive genetic link between African ancestry and this particular form of breast cancer. Mm. 
That's sad. Yeah, man. Um, I was going to... Yeah, I might as well read this part as well. Definitely. This is basically just advice on um, how to check your breasts and, and, and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So basically what they're saying is relax, know what's normal for you and check your breasts once a month. Yeah. Also, the best time to check is in the shower with mm-hmm. soapy hands. Mm-hmm. Also, take a good look in the mirror beforehand and look for any obvious lumps, skin changes, nipple changes, or any discharges. Mm-hmm. Remember to check your armpits as well, right? Um, also, be aware that young women especially can have lumpy breasts, which is entirely normal. Obviously, if you see that, you should still consult a GP. Just in case, you know yeah. What I'm and also, um, breasts can change depending on menstrual cycles. Um, if there's a lump, if a lump persists though, for more than one cycle, make sure you go and see a GP. And also, finally, know your family history. There will be a stronger su- suspicion if there are many cases of breast or ovarian cancer in the family. Mm. That's both on the mother and the father's side. Yeah. So yeah, man. Men should also check though. Yeah, 100%. And your balls and all that stuff. Yeah. You just never know. It's mm-hmm. better to do these things than not and be sorry. Facts. Yeah. But all right, let's go into my favorite segment the reaction, the sports headlines. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of time, I think we, we'll kind of do these ones super quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, Man City. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Man City drew with Boris Dortmund, Borussia Dortmund. Chelsea beat Red Bull Salzburg 2-1. Um, and there were some other games. <laughs> <laughs> and then, man, yeah, and then, man. <laughs> Did you guys watch any of the other games? PSG um, played as well, right? Um, no, I saw the highlights of the City Dortmund game. Um, but yeah, it was 0-0. Um, biggest talk of point is that Riyad Mahrez missed a penny. I think that's the second penny he's missed in succession. Uh, Pep looked kind of pissed on the on the bench still. Um, what's that? No, I said I didn't really care about this round of games. I think I watched Chelsea Salzburg, not the full ninety minutes because I had to leave. But yeah, some decent goal scored, some decent football being played. Chelsea look alright and all that. But I wasn't really invested in this round of football to be honest. Yeah, because I think everyone's everyone who's kind of qualified is qualified um, from City's group. They've qualified plus Benfica. Uh, Juve's dropped down to the Europa League. There's a quite a few big teams dropping down to Europa League, actually. I think Barca might as well, depending on how their, their game goes. Um, I've saved the PSG game. I watched the highlights of this. It was a 7-2. Um, Messi bagged two. Neymar scored one. Mbappe scored two as well. So all the three giants uh, got got some goals. But yeah, it, was, it wasn't really a... You know what I mean? This round of the games wasn't really... You know, there isn't much talking points, really. But, you know what I mean? Next, uh, round, round of 16 up next. Cool. All right. Um, what's going on in the comments? I don't know. What's something's going on there? I'm trying to understand it, but Where's the fact? Mm. yeah, they're trying to tussle. I think because Mark's question and my answer, mm. and I think people are saying that it's um, I don't know. I don't know what people are saying it is, but I didn't even connect it like that. I was, I was no, I just yeah, like I don't, I think because basically someone's like, oh, like you know, your sexual orientation, like basically the law is shouldn't be above your human rights. Mm. And of course that makes sense. But I think for me, like, I just think I'm, I think it makes sense to um, strategically protest. So I can't go to a land where I know, for example, say I was a lesbian, where I could get arrested for it Mm. and then go there to try and make a stance that you shouldn't be doing this. It's, it's like, do you get me? It's not, I'm not going to get results. I'm going to be thrown in jail. So yeah. So is is Mark's opposed no, people. No, it's just I think people in the chat. Yeah, I'm I think not it's because I said oh. it's because I said um, that 
if a law if you respect the law of the land basically like mm. I, for me i just i don't think that you get results by going to antagonize a place that you there's yeah, other ways to do not. it so yeah. i don't know what is going on in the chats but quite honestly um my shift is coming to an end here so <laughs> let's keep going guys <laughs> all right and um also um i want to big up um leon edwards right yeah remember leon edwards the one he won he won um the ufc championship um, yeah is it the f- well away division yeah he, he beat um usman basically okay. So yeah, so Leon Edwards made history in August when he clinched the UFC welterweight title. But now the 31-year-old wants to leave a legacy outside of the octagon. So his fifth-round knockout of Kamaru Usman, avenging a decision loss to the same opponent in 2015, at UFC 278 saw him become the first black British champion in the organization's history, and also the first Jamaican-born champion too. So Edwards, who is due to face Usman in a trilogy fight in March next year, hopes his career-defining win will allow him to become an influential role model in Britain and the nation of his birth. So this is what Edward said, right? It means the world to me. And I'm also the first Jamaican-born champion. It means a lot to me as well. Those two titles alone are history. God forbid I go out there and lose. Not to Usman, just down the line somewhere. That is written in history. Now I, w- now I want to use my platform to help and motivate other people and to show that they can achieve things from coming from underprivileged backgrounds, single mums from struggles. I want to head down that road to try to uplift my people and those people in general. And I started charities already and I've partnered with the UFC to start a charity to do with knife crime. I've lost friends to it from doing the crime and also being killed from the crime. Mm. So that's a passion for me. And I'm also doing a lot of charity in Jamaica. So yeah, I just wanted to highlight what he was doing, Black History Month. And again, first black British champion the UFC's ever had, and the first Jamaican-born champion as well. So again, black excellence across the board, man. Yeah, Love just to see it. Up. Love to see it. Well, we're all waiting for. Let's get into denial. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in these TDA streets, but let's get the hell out of there. Let's, let's <laughs> get it. <laughs> <laughs> Dana Air is going to be real short, <laughs> real sweet. Mm. I don't even know who's actually Dana Air because um, there might be like a small victory in it. Obviously, I've advised you not to use piss before on like um, extin- extinction, rebellion, um, pedal bikers. No, you would not advise them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, not advised, but I've just, you know, just proof. I've just threw a few ideas out there. Oh, dear. But apparently, you can use piss. You know what I'm trying to say that. But I think it just depends on where you use it and the parameters of where you use it. So basically, you know, like, with the parking situation, it's crazy out here. You know what I'm trying to say that. Back a day, you could park anywhere you want. And outside your yard was usually your parking space. There wasn't, like, no... I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. But it was just known, isn't it? Like, if this person lives there, that's their their space. People put bins in the road all this stuff yeah there's a communal car park area and a guy has got his car there and he's of the mindset that this is his space mm-hmm. you get me but is the neighbors think well no it's a communal space all the um that like, all the spaces out for grabs basically mm-hmm. i think someone's parked their car in someone's space yeah left it there and they've gone on holiday and their <laughs> their camera their camera has caught the neighbors yeah 
smearing cat poo all oh, over wow. the car. Yeah, smearing cat poo all over the car, yeah, and pouring cat piss through their letterbox. All through the letterbox, just doused up the letterbox with cat piss. You get me? They've contacted the police. The police reviewed the video, reviewed the evidence, and they said there's nothing to see here. <laughs> so wow. Nothing criminal has taken place. You get me? Like, neighbour d- disputes are generally, like, civil matters, not criminal matters, they said. So no no charges are going to be brought against the perpetrators. So they can, you can dash piss in people's yards and put poo on their car and and, and you're cool. So I don't know who wants to use those tactics. I'm saying there's a small victory here. I don't know who's of the mindset that this is necessary information that they need to do anything. <laughs> but I'm just letting you know there's plenty of ways to skin a cat. You get me? I'm not sure who's done that here. I just wanted to highlight this. I just wanted, I just wanted to highlight this, this incident. Who do you think's done out here in this situation, guys? Um, hmm. I, I think the the victim of the crime, <laughs> because when the way you're going with the story, I thought they did that, and so then the person whose car was smeared and the person whose house was, you know, whatever, they then went and poured piss on the perpetrators. So no. I would say whoever's done out here is the one who took the L, and that is the one whose car has cat poo on it. Hold no, on, is, that... is is the car parked right outside someone else's house? Like literally on their drive, or is it on the is it on the street in front of their house? If it's, it's, a, if, if it's literally to... right outside my house, like then that person done out here. It's it's well, it's basically a communal uh, parking space, isn't it? But he's acting yeah, like, you know, as in as in communal. What there's anyone can park? You there. mean there's a few bays or there's one space? Yeah, there must be a few yeah, different bays or something. I'm guessing. Yeah, but he. Oh, Let me oh, second. There. Neighbors are that the worst. Yeah, but if there's a few. The guy who's parking there, yeah. he doesn't live there. No, no it's the neighbours. They all live there. But it's, like, it's one of those like first come, first serve. Like, it's, there's no reserved parking spaces. Mm-hmm. So, but then because some people think because it's right in front of their house, yeah. by unsaid rules, it's theirs. But no, it's because if I come here and there's no space anywhere else, I'm parking here. I don't care that's your yeah. house and you're out shopping. I'm trying to paint a picture. So there's a house. There's a few bays. Let's just say there's yeah. a few bays, right? If yeah. it's communal, it's but probably this a person block. has it's parked it's right in front of their house on a bay that they've claimed to, to be their own, essentially. I'm going to assume that it's yeah. like a block or something and there's like multiple bays there, I don't know, 10 or whatever, but mm. one bay, one person always uses. Yeah, and, and that person's part of that bay that they is, always use. This is my bay, innit? Yeah. You get me? And obviously it's common knowledge, we all live here, use what everybody knows we see, I don't go and use Lot's Bay. Yeah. This is my bay. Nah, man. Unless then, you've got a permit to show me that, anyone can part of them, mate. But then, to be fair, though, then is that why he then did all the stuff he did to the person's car? I'm guessing so because I'm guessing the person's using their bay and don't want to move in that mm. and they're disgruntled in it. So they're saying, all right, cool, you park in my bay, watch how it goes down. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm upset. What I'm upset about in this story is the person didn't get them back. Mm. You know, the person <laughs> with the car, I expected better from them. To me, that's the person done out here because you took an L and you did nothing about that L. You called the police. The police didn't do anything. Yeah. If the police say we can't get involved, what mm. that means was that they're basically saying, listen, you handed that yourself. Yeah, they're saying and do your exact- thing. Exactly. And you didn't. Definitely don't know, man. That's who took the L. All right. I agree. I agree. Cost oh, money yeah. and time. That's okay, then. So they put they put cat poo on your car, but they, then they came to your letterbox and pushed p- piss for it. When I listen, do you know what you got to do? You got you got you got drink hella water, yeah. <laughs> Guys, no, I love I love a good plan. Drink so much water. In fact, round up the family, everybody. Mm. Let's get to pissing. 
have balloons. Like, you know how you've got water balloons? Mm. We have piss balloons. Mm. And when you see them leaving the house, <laughs> oh my oh. gosh, just start to throw it at them. Just ruin their day. Mm. And because there's so much coming at you, you can't, one shower won't fix this. <laughs> you've got to cancel your plans for the day and literally soak. Mm. I'm disappointed in the victim here. I'm very disappointed. Mm. Did nothing about that. Yeah, yeah. Hate to see it, man. Hate to see it. <laughs> well, there, there you have it. The, vic- <laughs> <laughs> the victim's done it here. But yeah, like I'm saying, that's useful information for any of you got any beef with your neighbours over parking spots and stuff. Cat piss. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a goal. So yeah, <laughs> there you have it, man. Like, sort it out. That's Don't so end up done it here. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah, man. There, there, there we have it, man. Let's get into this outro. Let's do it. Always, we do appreciate you for tuning in. Shout out to the live crew. You guys are always in the comments doing what needs to be done. Do like the video before you um, come off this. And also share the video because it stays up when we're done recording. You guys know the drill. Also subscribe to our channel. We're trying to... We're not even trying to... We are growing, but we can grow... A bit faster, I would say. If you would like to send voice notes and text in for the show, asking for a friend, this is what would you do? Or also the number to call in, you can send, the number is, sorry, 075-6484-1073. And as you guys know, we have a community, so join that as well. You can make suggestions for the show. You can um, send us topics. Everyone's on there, basically. Even the, with the rotation as well, you can send you some tracks. Um, so that is community.thenewblack.com. You will get prompted to download an app do so um also if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show you can email the team the day after at the new black.com we'll be here tomorrow make work or joke suggestions mm, yes yeah because it's work or joke tomorrow um send us some fun stuff nothing about kanye nothing about slavery nothing heavy okay <laughs> we just want to have a good time please so, something funny something funny and light okay um so let's do that but yeah guys we'll be back here tomorrow have a great wednesday Peace. Peace. Peace.